West West Show. Coming on the podcast, man. Welcome, man. Thank you for having me. <laughs> always good, always good, always good to have a, a brother in here and, and have a chat. But um, how's the body, man? How's how's the body? Because you know, me and you, we go to uh, shout outs to um, everyone over there, Westlife Fitness and uh, and Jordy. Yeah. But uh, I don't know about you, man. But I haven't been to the gym. I don't really go to the gym, mm. and I don't really go. But it's it's a, it's a funny story how I ended up at. A Westside Fitness, but uh, yep. it's good that we connected there, and um, and now you're on here. So, so, so welcome, bro. So, so how's the body anyway? Because yesterday's classes, I can only do one class a, one <laughs> class a day. But you doing two classes? You're the man. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, stuff Westside. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> stuff those guys. Nah. Yeah, the two classes yesterday. Body's gone, and. Yours was a good vibe, man. Mm. Good people, yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's good, man. It's good. Because I'll tell you the story, Because you know why I'm there? Because what? of my boss. Who's your boss? My boss at work. So so he's like always on me for being unhealthy, oh, over, overweight. Because mm. over the past, like, maybe 10 years, I put on pounds, like, yeah. and just staying like that. So he always gives me the fat shaming, man, at work. Yeah. Like, he jokes around and that. Yeah. It's all good. But then... You know, I think um, earlier this year, he mm. came up to me and said, okay, man, oh, you fat can't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm paying for you. Um, you go pick up any gym and they'll, and, they'll, oh, and, and they'll pay your fee. That's mean. Yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah. So, because he was like, man, you got to do something, man, like mm. overweight and you got to do, do something about yourself yeah. and healthy. And that, and I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. So, so that. So that's what he did, man. So that's why I'm at, at Westside. But I chose Westside because Jordan's been on this podcast too. Oh, so nice. I, yeah, that's what I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The man. So, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I saw for sharing that, bro. I didn't know that. But that's pretty cool that he did that. Mm. How do you feel when, um, like, every time you've been going now and just after? Do you, do you like that feeling when you finish it? Because I knew. Because the last time I actually did training was like 10 years ago. Oh, true. I did it for a whole year. Yeah. And that was around like 130. Mm. At that time, about ten years ago, and I and I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna do something about it. Yeah. So I actually trained for a whole year, just my own training. I didn't go to any gym or anything, because mm. at that time I didn't like gyms. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't like going and stuff, and so I did my my just doing runs every day. Yeah. And uh, I managed to lose thirty kg. Ooh. Got down to oh twenty nine kg. I got down to uh, hundred and one. Mean. Because my goal was to get to ninety nine. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then I didn't make it. <laughs> 101. Then, then I stopped. Then it slowly went back up to one to 130. So I'm 130 again um, now. Oh, yeah. when I when I, before I started yeah. coming to the gym again. So, so I knew how hard it was. Yeah. So when 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 I agreed uh, when I agreed to come back to the gym, yeah. I knew that the first month or first few weeks is gonna be really hard because yeah. I haven't you know haven't trained 
in a long time. Yeah. So well, for me, it's the it's hard to get over that hump. Mm. Yeah. Like thinking about that hump and going, fuck, right. shit, gotta do that again. Like, but then I feel like I'm not over that hump yet. I'm like almost reaching the top. Yeah, but it it helps when people at work like they say, "Oh man, you're starting to look good." Like you move yeah. around a lot, and That's me, bro. and I can feel it too. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's good, man. It's um been a long time coming. Bro, thanks for being <laughs> open and vulnerable about that, bro. I know that's not easy, bro. So appreciate that, man. That's shot for that, man. No, nah, no, nah, it's all the, good, man. The, it's all good. the way I got into Westside was through one of the boys, mm. one of the brothers, no. Yeah, he just invited me out, and yeah, um, but shout out to. Fataleka and Losa, they mm. run the Titan Gym around West. Mm. Um, so I was always doing that bar work and all that. Um, and I was used to it. But obviously when you start anything, I, was, I sucked it. I didn't know how to clean or do thrusters or whatever. Mm. But yeah, so it was just easy transition when I came to Westside. Yeah, that's how I came through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, man, I find... Because me, it's, it's, it's funny because I had to try all the classes. Yeah. Just to see what I was like in there. Mm. So I did start... And I thought, hey, that's pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. But then it got harder every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then yeah. did the boxing, and that was pretty cool too. <laughs> boxing's been. And then the um, the primal. Mm. So the the body weight. Yeah, yeah. And that was the fucking hardest one, eh? I was like, shit, so, man. Yeah, like hard. And I, I found it difficult because of my mobility and that. Like, mm. I can't really. It's hard for me to get off the ground, get down and off the ground. But then I figured out that man, that if that's the hardest class for me, then I'm gonna go there all the time. Like I'm gonna go to that one, and it's funny because when I when I told I joined on the ballot after the class, man, fuck, I'm wasted. Yeah, yeah, it's a half an hour class, but it only lasts ten minutes, man. Yeah. I'm already, I'm dead. And he was laughing there, and he was like, "Man, you know, some of the guys that do the um the strength classes, they hate this class, so they don't come. True, because it's know. one of the most hated classes in the mm. out of everything. And like, oh, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the motivation for me to come. I hate it too, but I have to come and master really. Mm. Yeah, so that was a. Uh, so I'm still trying to master. <laughs> mm. No, I mean, bro. Yeah, have you done that class? Yeah, I done a few of it. Um, a lot of bear crawls. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it is hard on the body, but uh, yeah, I enjoy that one. Mm. It's a pretty fun one. Yeah, it, it is fun. Eh? Oh, it's not fun, but <laughs> it's interesting because it's body weight. You're only doing these exercises without any equipment or anything, eh? and like, just I don't know if people find it. I don't know why people. I don't know if people find it hard because it sucks mm. and they just don't want to do it, but it's got to be, it's got to be on the same level as, as lifting, eh? And that, yeah. or boxing or, or not even that, but because I find it really hard yeah. and, and I, I can see myself giving up because it's hard, mm. but just that knowing that it's good for my body keeps me there or something hard like that your body needs to get used to it to master it, eh? I, I think just you turning up is a, a win uh, in itself, yeah. Because, like, yeah, all of us have those days where it's like, oh, I don't want to come. You know, uh -huh. like, I've had those heaps. Uh -huh. But, yeah, I always try going like an hour early just to get my body warm and stretch. That's uh -huh. just my routine before everyone comes in. And yeah, that's just me. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because if you got a busy day, like to... um, Because yeah. I see you when, when I go... So that's the times that I can make it. I can mm -hmm. make the 5.30, but that's... I tried to do the 5.30 class yeah. early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was full of the man, like, doing <laughs> two in a row. Yeah. And then I just got lazy. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> I, I try going 
I used to go in hard out like two, three times a day. Mm. Yeah, but kind of slowing down so just to recover faster for me, for myself. Yeah, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fine. And then that, yeah, it's good that I come after work now. Yeah. But after because I finish at four thirty, mm. now I can town, so the traffic is pretty bad. Yeah. But it's only like four forty five minutes. Mm. Yeah. So if if there's a five thirty class, it's perfect. Because yeah. that's on the way home, right? Yeah. And I get there and it's 50 minutes, so I may as well go. May as well. But if there's a six o'clock class, I've got time yeah. to go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to try to avoid that because once I go home, I stay home. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah, my, my days look pretty busy, to be honest. Mm. Early starts. Um, so I'll be in the studio early in the morning. And then throughout the day... I'll be writing some scripts for some stuff, for some movie stuff as well. Mm. So the industry is pretty full on, to be honest. Um, I just got into it because um, I think it was like a positive way to express myself. Yeah. Yeah, instead of... Um, I was real thankful for my friends growing up. Like, I was a real sociable person, but they kind of... I kind of... They kind of set boundaries for me, like certain places like and things I couldn't do because mm. they just believed in what I did as a person. So I was like, oh, yeah was a good mindset since I was young and I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah. just pursuing it still, so pretty cool. So, so when we met at the gym, like you told yeah. me you're an actor. Yeah. And found out you worked at um, Crescendo. Yeah, yeah. And that was Crescendo. cool because those guys, you know, they, they follow the podcast, I follow them. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool. Because uh, uh, I first heard about them when when Bucky came on the, the yeah. podcast. Yeah, Bucky's, Bucky's. Yeah, yeah, man. Your, um, your, your colleague over there. Because <laughs> you did some work for those guys too. Yeah. But man, like when you said you're you're an actor mm. and you're into music and that, that that's that I'm interested because mm. man, I'm into movies. I'm I'm a I'm a big movie buff thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just love movies just just growing up and stuff. Yeah. But what's your favorite? Like growing up or no? Like No? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, man, oh, I, I got I got my greatest movie of all time. What's that? Um The Godfather. Oh boy. Everyone yeah. sees that. Yeah, yeah, that was scuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's nah, me. that's one of the greatest movies and it was only because I watched it for the first time when I was a kid. Because yeah, yeah. I think it was my dad's mm. favorite film, and it came on TV. And man, I was just into all the the family stuff. Mm. I didn't understand like what was going on. Yeah. But I first got hooked in with the violence. Yeah. <laughs> As you do when you're a kid, because it's like something you, d- you don't see every day. Yeah. But then you know, it's one of those movies where Italians, eh? It's mm. like. I think they got the same sort of mentality as Islanders mm. with, with the family oriented thing. Yeah, oriented. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, my dad was like into Arnold growing up, so I oh, saw a yeah. lot of Arnold growing up, and then yeah. I was into Will Smith, Denzel, all those guys, yeah. all those actors. And similar to the Italian, I'm watching Fifty Cent's Power Book series. Mm. Similar to what you're saying, real family oriented and trying to. I could tell it's more about Fifty Cent's life, but through other characters, he yeah. kind of applies the street life to his business and music. Like the way he moves in the street is the way he moves. That's how he moves so smart and how he's had so much longevity. Is that a TV series? Uh, yeah, yeah, TV series. Oh, not a t- uh, I just watch it like on one of the links. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, because it's an American thing. But yeah, it's pretty, it's interesting, man, just to see his like, like I understand why he, he is the way he is. Yeah, around like what he does now. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty me. Fifty cent. Yeah, fifty cent. Yeah, yeah. He, he wrote a book, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I think it was the fortieth floors or hustle harder, hustle smarter. As well. Yeah, hustle yeah, smart. Yeah. That one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That one was a. Uh, I think it was a uh, New York Times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty mean. 
They call it the best Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever read that? Uh, audiobook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm getting into my audiobooks now. Yeah. Because I don't have time to read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one has, no. Yeah. So I, I actually had that on my. Oh, no, I never had that. I saw it on an audiobook, but I had. Um, what's the other guy's name? Um, uh, Nipsey Hussle, his book. Yeah. Um, I got them. I got his book on my uh, my wish list. Mm. Cause mm. I thought, cause I never, I never knew that guy. Yeah. When he came out, I didn't know his music. When he yeah, came. yeah. I only knew him when, when he got, when he died. Yeah. And that was a big thing. And I was like, oh, who's this guy? I never heard his music or anything. Yeah. But he's very influential, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he influence you in a bit? Um, in in music, I've definitely heard his music a lot, and he sounded pretty smart. I've heard a few of his interviews. Mm. Yeah, and I guess he's just done it. Like he done so well for himself, he didn't really need like a record label to put him on, or make him global. Just yeah, what he stood for, and that he kind of made a name for himself. Mm. It's sad to, yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad to see what happened to him, and it's just yeah, buzzy. It's getting killed and that, yeah. like he did, but then when I found out about him after that, when he, when he died, it seems like he's a guy that was always in for his community, mm. like his area where he's yeah. from, eh. Mm. In LA, yeah, like always for the people, yeah, hey, and use social media, yeah. Although I never saw him, but his music for his music, there's a kind of um, because I see that a lot now with how people use Instagram and yeah. social media, yeah, to get their name out there, like to brand they, eh? to yeah, brand yeah. themselves, yeah. And without knowing what he did, it seems like he knew what to do. In yeah, that way, yeah. like for his music, like before in the back in the days, your music had to pop first before everyone, everyone, yeah, you know, yeah. um, supports you or get fans and get your music out there. But you had to go through a music label, yeah, yeah. to get out there, eh? mm. and you never. And the fans should, the fans obviously just took in the artists, but the background stuff, mm. like the promotion and. The uh, all that kind of stuff with the record label getting distributed yeah. and CDs and that mm. comes from them. Yeah. Nowadays it's not like that anymore. Eh? Nah. nah. Nowadays it's there's no like real blueprint to it anymore because of social media how big it's gone and um, the way I'm doing it. Talk about branding. Um, I did my own study on on um, high schools in Auckland, and there's 73 high schools. There may be there may be some are missing, but from what I've studied, there's 73. And I'm heading into every um, high school, speaking to year nine to thirteen, or the old old school people, third form to seventh form, um, speaking to the kids about what I do, um, because we've all been teenagers and we all get lost in different crowds, and sometimes we don't know who we are. And I believe reaching at least one kid through through high school, mm. especially that that important stage where they're growing up. Mm. Yeah, I definitely wanna, um, yeah, give them my music. Like, so instead of trying to do on social media I'm going face to face with them mm. I think that that's to me that's more powerful when you see someone in person yeah because sometimes like people have idolised growing up like we just saw them on TV or YouTube whatever but I think yeah since like I said there's no blueprint and I'm doing it the way I believe that um, I can make impact and have an influence and it's a lot of work 73 high schools and there's only one of me and I've been connecting with a lot of different um, trusts and stuff that kind of some obviously some don't agree, some don't believe what in you know the power of change or or however they perceive it or perceive me. But mm. um, yeah, I, I just know everyone is built for everyone's built to serve a different crowd. 
you can reach people I can't, and that's okay. I can reach people you can't, and that's all good. So when I see, I don't knock anyone when they're trying to do something, especially when it's for the community or whatever. But 73, 73 schools, I'm pretty keen to, it's a good challenge for myself. Like, if I fail, then cool, but um, I've been hustling, man, like, mm. like on the low. Um, so it's pretty cool just to kind of talk about it in the open now yeah. for anyone knowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a few people know about it and everything's documented. Uh, got some people that have been recording me going to different schools in there. Um, but yeah, I just believe in, in young people are like, they're so important um, that they need a voice and, and and I'm trying to do my best to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially in this day and age, yeah. with the internet and that. Like, yeah, yeah. The old ways of doing stuff is long gone now, eh? Yeah, yeah. And now people are taking them upon themselves to get out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially if you're a, a creative yeah, in this yeah. world, you know? Yeah. Like, like yourself. But <laughs> talk, talk about the challenge of you've given yourself the 72 schools 73 73 schools is that, is that the number of high schools in uh, Auckland high schools Auckland. in Auckland yeah from what I know from what I've studied yeah. like east west south north like yeah all together I've seen 73 and try to study the hard thing was like trying to study the principles and because sometimes they haven't updated there's new principles so I'll try to learn all their names in that and then some schools I went into it's like a whole different prison I'm like bruh but yeah um, <clears throat> it's interesting yeah it's interesting seeing um, when I do go in and talk to certain principals or teachers like someone stuck in their mindset where it's just like oh, cool what you're doing but we don't need that here yeah but I just yeah but you just never know like oh really yeah yeah but that's what I mean maybe they're not the right person to talk to like at their school maybe I need to talk to someone else are these schools of the North Shore or? Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying anything how, I'm how not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying anything but um, yeah I just yeah because man like it, everyone's got potential it's just I, I think so many leaders have believed in me they kind of unwrapped some leaders are so great at unwrapping what's inside a person and that's why I'm pushing so hard because I know every kid has something in them they just don't know like I believe God introduced me to a version of me that I didn't know existed inside of me and that's what I'm trying to get people to see as well for themselves don't do what I do or if you want to do music whatever do it mm. but like if you want to be the best teacher or whatever doctor lawyer like go hard man like there's, there's someone inside of you you haven't met yet like that can become the yeah kind of thing mm. yeah so man <laughs> so <laughs> so how did this plan how did this challenge for you come about in terms of like like actually okay I've got these seven seven schools this is what this is my plan to get in one the first one so how how, how do you do that do you want me to backtrack a bit? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is going to take a bit. But, um, so from 2018 to 2021, like those years, 2018, 19, 20, 21, there are like six or seven different people throughout that timeline in my life where they spoke to me randomly. And what I mean is like, they spoke to me like, just stopped me on the road stopped me when I was working they're like hey what do you do for like like it was more like prophetic I'm, I I don't like to just say it much but they're like you should be doing music like God told me and I'm just like oh yeah yeah at the time I just went in one year mm -hmm. out the other and then 2021 people that just know you no no, no random people bro oh. 
and then in 2021, I was in Melbourne at my sister's, and it was my birthday, and my mom was like, what are you doing? Do you want to come to a youth thing? And I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I had nothing else to do. It was my birthday. I was like, oh, sweet, I'll just come. Mm. Yeah, and then the pastor and the wife and this other guy, they're just like, you need to stop playing around with your life and actually get into music. Prior, I didn't know, like, I wrote since I was 12 or 13, like, writing, but musically, like, behind the computer, logic and all that, and setting up things. Didn't know it. And I just went, frick, like, I really had a moment to myself, like, when I went back home and I was like, this is real, like, really? Like, and then when I flew back, I quit my job, man, on the spot. What? Yeah, I quit my job. And then I went to the studio session ourselves. I'm not gonna mention the guy's name. I spent 12 hours in a session with him. That's how that's how keen ego was. And then after the 12 hours, he just goes, "I don't think this is for you, bro." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, I, "I don't think this like this music thing is for you, man." And I honestly was shocked. Eh? Like that. That's one of the most humbling like like moments of my life. And I remember I, I was holding in my tears until I got to the car and I sat in the car and I started crying and I was like what the heck, like, am I supposed to be doing this? I, and I always themed that in my life, the make or break, because if I quit then, and, and that time I started crying, then I wouldn't see the what I'm doing now. So that same day I drove to Avondale, Crescendo happened, and I was just searching for any studio, like, that's how keen I quit my job, that 12 hour session, it was already the morning the next day. <clears throat> yeah, and then Chris, Kat, her name is Kat, um, cool man, she she's the man. Um, she was like, "Oh, come in," and I was like, "Oh, sweet, winning." Every day I was no job. Went for like six or seven months. No job. I wasn't even thinking of working for them. I was just making music every day. Um, and then one day on on August, uh, I think ninth year, she was like, "Oh, I think we want to take you on." Like, cause I, I I was basically the only one there when they didn't really have anybody come through. Mm. Yeah, I was the only dude around, and I'll just always talk to them like I knew them for ages and. Yeah, I've, I've always been like that since I was young. If I if I want to learn something, I'll just go at it. Even if I'm by myself, like, and everyone just looks. But, um, yeah, they took me on and it, it took off from there. Um, right now, recorded songs. There's a lot of songs that I've recorded since 2021, up till now. Demo versions, finished versions. I've collabed with a lot of people from LA, um, Canada, England, some unreleased stuff. Um, shout out to all the producers and <laughs> everyone that's helped me from overseas. Some some cool, some big names that um, that have heard my stuff through these producers. So yeah, it's just been a big um, yeah. It's been overwhelming at times. Yeah. I can't believe how, mm. how how real it's been uh, for me just to roll the dice and beat everything on myself. And I, I enjoy it because I'm not um, I'm responsible for myself. Like I'm not pointing the finger at anyone. Like you're the reason. Yeah, but I'm just like, this is me. Um, yeah. you, you know when that guy told you before that this is not for you? Well, did, did he tell you why? Like, was it nah. just your style? Or was it the song itself? Or was it the words? Or I don't know. He just said it wasn't for me. It's funny. I saw him on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's funny. I, I, I don't hold anything against him. I think I needed that. I right. think I, think I, ne I needed that to keep the hunger in me. Mm. So I've always themed that that day in my life like the make or break like mm. the, I either give up now and don't see any risks I take but well I take the risk and now it's like it's 
people people knew, but yeah. It's good you did that because a lot of a lot of kids won't, eh? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of kids take it. Because yeah. I, I really think kids these days won't take it. Yeah. We'll take it to heart. Yeah. <laughs> and just do something else, you know? Um, I'm, I'm thankful that I quit my job, dude. Because, like, if I didn't, then I would have, I think I would have went back. But since I did quit it, it mm. was just like, I can't quit now. <laughs> like, I already gave, I really just quit. Because I've heard, like, yeah. To be in an uncomfortable space yeah. after you've after you're in like a safe place, like mm, yeah. that everything's like safe. You got a job, and yeah. but say you got a job, you don't like it, right? Yeah. yeah. You, but you're comfortable. You're in a comfortable spot. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you're getting paycheck. You know, paying mm, the bills and that. Yeah. But if, once you pursue something you love or something you think you're interested in, you might want to try. Yeah, man. You're gonna lose all that security. Yeah. And now you're in the deep end. <laughs> yeah. And you're man. like, shit. Then everything gets like um. Yeah, yeah. The, because that's how you found out everything felt like um urgent yeah 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 like man but being urgent yeah your your love for what you want to do mm, yeah. um becomes more sort of like your motivation now yeah bro and, and you you'll go towards the thing you want to do yeah yeah hey. so you know that time man how how hard was it for a few like, did you have like did you have family to support and like pay Nah, my, oh, obviously my mom was a blessing, like, looking after me, but I knew deep down in my heart, like, you don't want to lean on mom too much. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Another motivation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you want to give back, like, and I've been blessed to be able to do that. Like, mm. nowadays, we're back. <laughs> yeah. She, she, obviously, she was questioning, like, what the heck did you just do? Like, why'd you quit? Like, and I was like, nah, nah, you have to trust, like, even though I didn't know, you know, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I like that you brought up the uncomfortable. It's taught mm. me a lot, man. Like, mm. and I, I need it for my character, like, definitely. Like, talent will get you in the room, but your character will keep you there. So mm. it's always been one thing to get something, but another to keep it. And then I'm I'm glad that I've got that. Um, I've always loved Dennis Rodman growing up. Right. So learning, I've always applied that hustle mentality wherever, whatever space I'm in. I'm like, okay, I've got to do the dirty work. Mm. Yeah, and um yeah, bro. It's been like that. Do you like do you like Dennis Roman because he's different? Yeah, or he understands the role he plays. It's yeah, what? like he could do, he could shoot or dunk, like. But he's the rebounder king. Yeah, hey. like like he's a rebound king. He just knows what to do, and yeah, and I've always felt like that at times. Yeah, just mm. do my job and don't don't worry about anything else. Do your job and be good at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now that's another. That's another little. A little listen for the kids, eh? <laughs> do, do, no matter what the job it is, if you're really good at it, yeah, you can't get fired. <laughs> yeah, even if you have to start small, man. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. So your music is it? It's hip hop. Uh, the bass, the core of it is hip hop, definitely. Yeah. Um, and do you write your own lyrics? And, yeah, definitely. And, um, is there a theme to the songs you write? Like what you like yeah, writing about? And definitely. Um, and it's always having to backtrack sometimes about different situations I was in and mm. and I think confronting myself about certain things I used to do and, and get up to and because um, I believe I'm perceived a certain way in a good way but I know for myself like I've done things where it's hurt myself and hurt others whether I know it or not and yeah I think I think a lot of people always used to think it was like me against the road but I've found that was like 
me versus myself kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, it's trying to get rid of the bad side, the the dark side, the evil side, and kind of let that good prevail. You know, like <laughs> to win. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. It's like the hero's journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a way, yeah. So it was more storytelling. Your, yeah, yeah. Your I, music. I love storytelling and like wordplay and all that, man. Like I, I'm really, I really just love the art of hip hop, man. Like mm. whether it's raw, whether it's wordplay, whether it's storytelling. Mm. Yeah. Just all of it in general, yeah. Who's one of your influences growing up? You mentioned uh, 50 Cent. Yeah, 50, 50 Cent. Um, if I had to go top five, obviously Tupac will be there. Just from others that played it and kind of more heartfelt. Then I'll go probably Kendrick Lamar for me, my era. Eminem. Um, Andre 3000. Yeah. And... I'll say J. Cole, but I love Kanye West as well as a producer mm. and a and a and an artist. Um and Dr. Dre. I love mm. I love Kanye and Dr. Dre for their beats, the way they produce. And yeah, they're just different. Um yeah, I think a lot of what I call music nowadays is like fast food music, where it's like it blows up and then dies up. Mm. But one thing I love about the old school hip hop or like Eminem's or whatever, um, they have like a solid fan base. Like they, their fan base grows up with them and mm. they still admire and that's something I've always strived for and I think that's why I'm doing the 73 schools because I know my music will change as I get older as well mm. and I hope they appreciate that too yeah I like how you mentioned the fast fast food yeah fast food music fast yeah. food music because yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's because there's no more albums anymore really mm, no more yeah, CD yeah. albums and like yeah. back in the days yeah. like when you bought a notorious B.I.G. album all the songs you listen to all of them yeah yeah and you can pick like maybe 80% is like real mean yeah like yeah. you don't know which one's gonna be a single yeah you yeah. know and um Tupac as well and any of those albums yeah I think today with Spotify and that you don't really you pick on the song rather yeah. than the whole other say sort of thing that, that that's why the way I'm doing my music is online like no one can play on Spotify I'm the one that creates the the list and that's the only way you can get it mm. and that's the way I'm engaging with all these schools or even all the people if they want it or whoever I come in contact with because I want it to be special like the old days like I know it's I know it's not gonna everyone's gonna appreciate it because yeah everyone can just click click now to social media but I still enjoy listening to albums Kendrick Lamar is the reason why I mm. can listen to a whole album and appreciate like listening to the old the old generation too 50 Cent stuff Eminem like all of that I really like when I play some old music back I'm like damn I didn't even realise this line in that like as I get older mm. and I'm like fuck that's mean <laughs> man like I'm catching all the stuff that I didn't catch when I was younger and I'm like fuck they were ahead of their time mm. but yeah but it's not appreciated I reckon as much nowadays yeah, mm. yeah. I got into hip hop with um, it was my favourite oh. yeah because I grew up in because I was primary school in the 80s yeah. high school in the 90s so hip hop probably came in the in the nineties when I started high school, or maybe intermediate. Mm. Uh, intermediate it was MC Hammer. <laughs> oh, me, bro. MC Hammer, yeah. MC Hammer when MC Hammer came out, man, he was the man. So that was that was my first introduction into hip hop. But I remember the underground's not underground, but I remember Papa Enemy was there. Yeah. And Red, um, Red Kingpin, mm. and NWA. Yeah. And that was the first time I heard s- s- swearing. Yeah. I was like, man. Was that weird? Yeah. Oh, I true, thought it was yeah. weird. Like, oh, yeah. man, this is 
didn't know you can swear in the music in yeah, the yeah. song you know so <clears throat> there, it wasn't really mainstream sort of but it was there mm. and then what really took it to mainstream that has swearing was uh, for me my era was was Naughty by Nature oh, when true. O- OPP first okay. came out yeah. and that was like man they're swearing but it was cool yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time yeah, yeah. so they kind of brought it in yeah. brought it into our kind of kind of music we that we we were listening to back in those days. Yeah. But um for me my my favorite because I was a sort of like a um fan of the um East Coast. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh, all yeah. those guys like Eric Sermon, those guys. Nas and all that. Re-entry. Nas. Nas yeah. Mob Deep yeah. and even when Wu-Tang Clan yeah. When those guys um when those guys came in but it wasn't until um, wasn't until G Funk came out in in the West that yeah, it went yeah. there. That was mean too. Yeah. And it's sort of like it's it sort of cool because you had the East Coast stuff, then you had the the um, Dr. Dre stuff. Yeah. And um, when Snoop Dogg first came out, his yeah. dog was um, doggy his doggy style album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that was the album that was blasting <laughs> every garage drink up. Yeah. You know, Snoop every part, every. <laughs> <laughs> it was everywhere that was a that, yeah. was, that blew up man and I think that blew up for, for West Coast for mm. for everyone yeah yeah but then and East Coast sort of died down a bit mm. you know yeah so but I was always a B.I.G. fan he was my number one still is my number one well what's your favorite song from him oh I, I like his I like his songs when he's um he's sort of battling yeah yeah his yeah, battle yeah, songs yeah. like unbelievable yeah I love yeah. that wow, unbelievable that's true. Yeah. even that that kick in the door song. Kick in the door. Yeah. Bo, bo, bo. All, all the songs that got to do with saying he's the best. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like he's battling other other rappers. I, I love because I love his um his style. When yeah. His um his wordplay and all that. It's mean, man. Yeah. Uh, I like that you mentioned that. That's what I love about Eminem. Like those songs that not many people know. Like when they like they're just trying to be lyrical, like battle. Yeah. Those yeah. are the best ones. I like. Yeah. I like listening to as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> my because my favorite um. My favorite all-time verse for the tour is is when he comes in on the um, um, that Craig Mack song, the, the flavor in your yeah, ear. Yeah. His his bit in the beginning, mm. mean. <laughs> the word play on that is like, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> his uh, yeah. I got more butts than ashtrays, and that yeah. um, uh, I rap a lot, but not from Houston. <laughs> like he's talking about those yeah. um, those ghetto boys, eh? Yeah, yeah. But man, yeah, he's the man. That's mean, man. Yeah, it's yeah. I've learned to um not show that that side of me about hip hop to many people. Cause how come? No, nah, cause like when <clears> you're <throat> in it, it's different. When you used to be a fan of it, like I'm a fan of it, but yeah. now since I'm actually doing it, writing every day and all that, it's um yeah. Is that a humble thing? No, no. Oh, I don't know if you want to call it humble. It's like you know, how, like <clears throat> in, like us, we can spectate someone when they're playing the sport, mm-hmm. like rugby or whatever. And we're like, gee, why are they not doing this? But until you're in it, then you understand. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. I don't like, like, I look like a nerd or a geek, and I'm like, gee, what are you thinking of this? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in front of people, so I kind of like, I have to learn how to mellow it down and just be like, yeah, yeah. That's right to be, that's to be a nerd, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like, kind of like just keep it to myself and don't want anyone to think I'm weird mm. when I, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. I reckon that's, oh, you gotta overcome that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You have to be yourself, man. Yeah. Everyone's telling us to be ourselves now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've, yeah, no, nah, I, I, 
I get those same feelings too. Yeah. I, yeah. Especially because, especially the stuff I like to talk about. Mm. Like movies, I can really geek out on there. Eh? Yeah, yeah, that's and me. Like, if yeah. I, I know what you mean. If you're like <laughs> always talking about it, someone is probably not interested. Yeah. yeah. Like, Fuck, what a hard out, dude. Yeah. Far. What a serious. <laughs> yeah. Far. You think about stuff you don't even think about, you know? <laughs> and I remember when I was watching um, uh, the Super Bowl, uh, Dr. Dre's one. Yeah. With 50 Eminem Kendrick. And Mary J. Blige. Mm. But I remember I was watching uh, behind the scenes. So the like the lead up. This was like oh, I noted it on my phone, I forgot what it was like early two, three in the morning. I was just watching the behind the scenes. <laughs> and I knew I knew I was doing the right thing in my life in music when I started crying. Cause I was like, why am I crying over behind the scenes? But I understood like that's the process. Like for me, because mm. I've fallen in love with the process of like like just being on a journey in music. And not I used to always think about like, yeah, I can't wait can't wait till this pops up yeah mm. but now I've learned how to just like embrace like the in between what happens in between yeah. before whatever result comes like the hard work yeah yeah, yeah. like I, like like just see like just for me seeing those greats like even though they're like like a bit older now obviously and, and moved on with their life and already <laughs> billionaires whatever it was just cool seeing them actually still doing like normal like they're putting in work like mm. I was like oh damn that's what it takes like it's not always about the finished project, but just like the developing of it, yeah, mm. like just appreciate it. And I learned, yeah, when I was getting emotional, but I was like, fuck, I was just not thinking about too much about the future and just appreciate what I'm doing now, yeah. See, <laughs> you're still a student of hip hop, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a student of their process because yeah. you're always trying to learn, yeah, see what they're doing and yeah. see how they got there and yeah. applying it to what you're trying to do, well, yeah, which is which is, which is a normal thing to do if you want to get better, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, getting emotional. <laughs> I get emotional too, man. Like when uh, yeah. sometimes, sometimes like good scene comes on the movie, like tear comes yeah, on, bro. tear drops on my eye. Yeah, it's like what? What am I doing, man? <laughs> Have you seen L? Yeah, yeah, I saw L. What do you think? I loved, I loved the part when I forgot you said it. I think it was Matt Damon. His, his speech. Uh, at the at the meeting mm. of Jordan. I don't know if it was a speech, but there was a part where you said a shoe is just a shoe until someone steps into it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Bro, that hit me. Like, I don't know. I was like, what the heck? What am I? Like, trying to like, keep it. Yeah. It's just like, I, I guess, you know, when you're trying to pursue something, you really mm. believe in what you do. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you feel like all the odds are against you and no one believes or sees what you see. And yeah, that's how I just feel like nowadays. It's like, I've got to serve a crowd. I know I can reach people. I've seen it like mm. in my dreams and all that. And Oh man, that shoe is for me. Like that man. music, shoe. Yeah. like that's me, bro. Like no one else can take it from you. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, yeah, man. If everyone had that attitude, eh? Yeah, like because it, it's always that. Um, because I see it in in um in poetics his his posts mm. where he's talking about where he's always like he's been posting a lot lately yeah. about where he came from and yeah. where he is now, which is pretty good because he's talking about. Where how he started yeah. and 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 the grind he was at, but he's always talking about chase your dreams. Yeah, if you yeah. chase your dreams, like envision it. Yeah, and if you work towards it, man, you'll get there. Yeah, and that's so true, man. Yeah, like for in, anything, eh? Yeah, bro. And I don't know why people always have to have same the same 
Because it's like, for me, I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't put into action. And that's yeah. the thing, eh? Mm. Like when, when you always see posts or people talk about their journey. Yeah. It's like, man, yeah. You already know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know what to do. <laughs> but you never, no one, like, like for me, like maybe I, there's a reason why I don't do it. Mm. But then I keep hearing other stories. I see another story. Another guy does it. Another person does it. And same journey, same man you should have a dream and go for it yeah and and you get inspired again yeah and then again <laughs> yeah, and yeah. again and, and again and you're like you're, yeah. i think you get inspired multiple times again because yeah. you already know the story but you just don't do it yeah yeah <laughs> relatable relatable but that but that line in yeah that was a good one because it was good because remember when um i joined his mum at the end yeah she, man. she backed it on her mate she said, remember what you said she was not a shoe what? A shoe is not a shoe until my son steps, steps into it. <laughs> fire, eh? See what I mean? Bro. Oh, man. That's fire, man. But yeah. then, what did you take about that whole whole movie? Because I took... Yeah, what did I, you I, I took the... How amazing the brand came out of it. Mm. What they... What these men... These men that work for Nike, mm. they work behind the scenes and trying to create this brand. Yeah, because they were like the lowest shoe company out of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah at that time, but yeah. they did everything opposite what mm. everyone else was doing. Hey, and they took a risk. See what I mean? Blueprint. That risk. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And even the um the CEO. Eh? Yeah. Ben Affleck said he gave up at the end. He said, "Oh fuck it, now nah, go do it." Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave in, but he didn't want to give yeah. all the money in there. Nah, nah, nah. But man, Matt Damon believed. Mm. Man, he, and you see his belief all through the movie. It's like. Man, he he didn't give up, eh? Yeah, he just. What what I took from it, bro? That's a mean question. Was um, I think it was the the same scene where they go instead of creating a shoe where a player steps into it, why not create the shoe around the uh, the person's identity? Mm -hmm. I think that was cool. Like in a sense where, like musically speaking, like when I hear a Dr. Dre song, like you just know it's his drums, like. That's just that wish, that wish sound. When you hear a Tupac or Biggie flow, like you're just like that's them. That, that identity, like yeah. they created something around him. Yeah. That when when that plays, you're just like I know that from this and this party or whatever. And that's why I I always I'm always inspired, like you said, like from different things. And I always try to relate it back to what I'm doing. So trying to create a sound around with like, yeah, that's Louis. I, I knew I've heard that before. Yeah, or like that's his sound. No one else is here. <laughs> Have you developed your own sound? But I've played around with a lot of stuff, man. Mm. Um, honestly, um, I would say I've developed like Louis sound in a way. My sound, yeah. I've played a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm real. Um, since I'm so inspired from different artists, I always take my time. I don't post much. I'm always in the studio. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll be working on one song for a whole week or month, like, <laughs> and then next one. Yeah, and it's kind of just like. Um, I think from 21 till now, I think I've recorded probably over 8,000 songs. Wow. Eight, yeah. That's that's how much I've like that's how much I've played around with the sound and trying to merge the 90s and now sound like But you haven't released any? Or Nah, I've I've actually posted um a few back then and it like popped popped off and then I deleted it. <laughs> oh. Just cuz um Why? Not really. Not really for yeah, the fame. Yeah, when I listened really back. Nah, nah. <laughs> when I broke, it went off because it was, yeah, it was like, it was buzzy. Like, I didn't expect it because I was just like, I just, sometimes I test the orders. I'm like, oh, let's see. 
And they're like, boom, boom, boom. It was like, oh. for me, 10, like, oh, this might not be big to other people, but 10,000, it was like 10,000 views, a lot of comments, and I just deleted it. And sometimes I do that because I'm checking my ego or my validation. I'm like, am I trying to get validation from this? And I got to be okay with knowing that I'm secured and loved in myself. Like, I'm not trying to look for it from validation when people are like, gee, your song's mean. That means you're mean. And, I, and, and, I, and I'm trying to, like, balance myself. So always, yeah. I just tested it that one time in 21 and it, it popped off. And I was I, I was honestly surprised. Eh? I was like, wow, this is really buzzy. <laughs> like, mm. But it was cool to know that, um, that I'm still working on now is, like, the ego. Like, don't, don't let that get in the way and be like, yeah, gee, gee, gee if I was a few, like, there's people that do millions, billion views, like, way bigger than me. But I think that was just a cool, like, testing the waters for me. What, what, what gave you that sort of mindset? Because that's, uh, that's something artists a true artist would do sort of thing hey if you yeah. know what i mean yeah like yeah they create art right yeah but it's not it's, it's for people to enjoy right everybody mm. out there yeah but for you to put it out there and then bring it back when yeah. it starts <laughs> when <laughs> yeah. people are starting to enjoy it yeah 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 that means what does that mean uh yeah check, from, checking yourself and all that but it's also that's sick man that's a question yeah but you know as an artist yeah. you want to yeah, yeah, you, you wanna, wanna you want people to enjoy yeah. it, right? Um, as many people as as you can, pick I mean people that will enjoy it. Yeah. Because everything that you put out there is gonna be hated on, it's gonna be liked. Yeah. You can't you can't, can't control be, any yeah, of that. Can't, yeah. You know? But the but the people that do enjoy it, you know, they'll be hungry for some more. Yeah. What the hell is this? Man, that's cool. And then next minute it's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah. when it comes to <clears throat> because I I think I know what you're talking about, how you want to check your ego and mm. do all that kind of stuff because you hear stories what happens to, uh, to other people, eh? Yeah, yeah. That they get famous and then they can't handle the fame or yeah. can't handle the attention yeah. and then they stuff up and mm. maybe it's Kanye West, you know? <laughs> maybe it's that. Maybe yeah. it's, I don't know, I Justin Bieber, or, yeah. you know? Like, you hear these kind of stories. Mm. I don't know any other stories that's that's local, but for you, is that the thing that you worry about when you when you when you know these stories are out there? Is the, does that come back to you and say, okay? But when you say check your ego, what are, exactly are you trying to do? First of all, bro, that's a great question because I'm just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm like, I didn't expect this guy. No. Nice bounce off to you. That's, that's mean. Um, say like, hold up. Um, yeah, it's because, like I said, I'm inspired by so many artists. Um, there's a few artists like Dre, um, uh, M, Kendrick, and Cole. They're real good at. They're real good at that. Like, like people know what you do, but they're just like, when? When is he gonna drop? When I haven't heard from him in a while, and I've learned from them that um, the stuff that goes on in their life as well. Like they're human beings at the end of the day too. Mm. Even like the only difference is there's just no one who got a lot of money and and stuff that I don't know what they're dealing with and the ego thing. Yeah, I just um yeah, I just thought, man, I, I need to make sure what I'm doing when I release stuff is not out of like yeah, I thought it was about yeah, I want my name to be known. Of course, like I want to provide for my family. Like honestly, I'd rather take the hits and all the comments and all that just so I can feed my mum and get them a house and whatever, whatnot. 
and people did start looking at me different, bro. That's that's probably one of the biggest things that uh, I used to worry about, and I have a lot of work-ons on myself too. So it's not nothing personal against anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had to distance myself away. I, I I growing up and seeing a lot of inspirational people, I used to be like, why why do you have to cut off people? And now I'm kind of in that position. I understand. Not that not every, not people are not bad. Just some people are not meant for you, like in your circle. And um, yeah, I just I just know not to point the finger, and I know I need to check myself all the time. Mm-hmm. If no one. I got a lot of great leaders and mentors, but at the end of the day, like I got a, I'm putting a brick on myself as well. So, yeah, I was just making sure I wasn't seeking validation validation from anyone else in the music, and yeah. So it's sort of like you're trying to prepare yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know how, so you can be better off when it when it does pop. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you, when you do, don't re- retract it. Yeah, you know what? You said it in a shorter way. I had to go. A whole hundred meters. I know, oh, but you helped me understand. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like when you mentioned about um, protecting yourself, mm. sort of thing, like mm. the people you hang out with, and then next minute you got all these friends that came. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, where were you? Like, yeah. No, struggling. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, hey. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a bit weird sometimes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think yeah, I think it's a good way. It's a it's a good way to understand your thought process. Mm. Yeah. When you know what might or might not happen mm. after mm. you know yeah. like preparation is a big big one and i think yeah you know when you hear stories about people that get famous real quick yeah and then they get rich and then next minute they're poor because yeah. they spend all their money or they got screwed or they went drunk or they yeah. went they they went on drugs and mm. went down a downward spiral yeah. you know you know that that's not <laughs> they probably want to yeah, got to the head or something like that. Or they didn't handle it very well. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. It's good that you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that something that you teach the kids? Like when you talk to kids? Um. Yeah. But. Or uh, in a way. Yeah. In a in a way. I, um. Yeah. I don't. I don't try to overdo or force it. For me, if you try to force someone, it's not love kind of thing. Like I feel like they feel who I am in a certain way. Like I don't have to act put on act be like yo do something like I'm just just the way we're talking like yeah and they kind of pick up and they go then they start asking like hey like what do you do in life and mm-hmm. and I think that's what connects um in a way and I know some like some kids uh, attracted to it like they they want that exampleship and some need it and I, I know some others are more interested in other ways or people yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> how many songs again 3000 Pardon? 3,000 songs that we got? Over 8,000. 8,000? Yeah. yeah. How uh, long did that take? Took a lot, man. Um, the, the, oh, am I going to open up about this? I think I will. I almost died four times we in the studio. That's how much I've, I've given myself. If, yeah, I know people might not believe about my mom. Crescendo, you know, if they, if they come in, they'll tell the same story. They'll be like, Louis fainted in the studio for like four different times. Had to go to hospital, and I joked around with my mom and them just to keep them light. I was like, "Just give me three days to resurrect. I'll be back." Like Jesus, and I just—that's how much I believe in that and what they spoken to me. Those people, like you actually fell down. Yeah, like I blacked out. Uh, I, 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 the latest one was in February the February the eighth this year. Just um, working too hard. Yeah, just overworking. Fuck. Um, uh, my heart stopped for two hours. What? So I fainted at the studio. Same day, got up. 
I fainted for like five, ten minutes, got up. Shout out to Solomon. I love my brother Solomon. He's not a part of Christina anymore. Um, my mom came, got me. Ambulance didn't come for some reason. We rang him. My mom rang him. They didn't come. My mom was angry. She just spit to the thing. And while we was waiting online, then I fainted again. But that time was after two minutes. Oh, two minutes, two hours. But I thought it was ten minutes because I like woke back up. I had the defibrillator stuff on me when I woke up. Yeah, so the hospital will have the records or whatever. But that's 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 how much I believe. Like I may not show it to people, but like when I know it's go time for me in the morning, I'm like, sweet new day, boom, let's go. Like I got like I know my back's against the wall and I got nothing else like to lean on. Like all I got is God, family, circle, friends. And that's when I knew I was willing to like die for this. Like that's how much they just believe in it. Like no one I believe no one can outwork me, like honestly. Like I'm like four times. I don't know if it's gonna happen again, but that's just how much like I'm writing, producing, researching, learning new things. Yeah, this happens to you four times. Yeah, like hospital. Yeah, hospital. The everything. fibrillator, everything. Yeah, everything. Four but times. The fourth one in the same day was the one where I was out for two hours. Yeah, and they 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 thought I was dead. Like, and I just made a joke to him, light light in the room when I wake up. I was like, oh no, I was just talking to God and came back. And what? yeah, my mom was like, why are you making a joke? Like. She, obviously, she was crying. And so, what was the, what was the, the medical reason? The yeah, end? nah, they were just saying like overheating, overworking, not enough sleep, and obviously from the other three, I've learned how to slow down a bit. But I don't know, like like pre- preparation for me is like big, bro. Like like I said, then I saw hustle. Like I'll do my work. Like you may not see me a lot, and like I like some people the way they perceive me. Um, I'm a sociable guy, but I'm real selective with who, who I'm around. Um, just to do the energy and knowing um, I can't tell, I can't tell big dreams to small-minded people because they're not gonna do the work for me. Yeah, like, honestly. Yeah, like they can be like, "Why don't you come?" And it's like, man, I'm like, I really want to give back to my mom, give back to the community, give back to people that contributed to my life, bro. Like I've 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 um, been taken in from families. Um, yeah, and I, I just want to give back. Like, I really want to, like, give back, bro. And 73 schools, adding that on top, like, it's a big plate for me. And it's, I just love what I do. Like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes kind of thing. Wow, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have these hot things and then you go to the, um, train at the gym. Damn. Yeah, um, yeah, Jordy, even Jordy knows, see what I mean? Like, Jordy, oh. he's like, man, like, like show you right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll go, man. We'll keep going, keep pushing, like. So, so, so wow, I can't believe. So the doctor said. You, so the doctor said what you had to do. Yeah. So what do you have to do? Like to slow down a bit. Like yeah, slow down. Um, just rest up more. But I I have slowed down a bit. You need to, man. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Wow, because it's not. It's, it's not going to be helpful if you got eight thousand songs in and you're going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> I I would love to see it. Too. I know I will. Um, I, I've I've. Been so, more smart about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because, yeah. because what did you take out of that that experience? And now, like you, uh, yeah, we know. Yeah, we get it. You work hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, you can. You got the studio. Go, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Yeah. But that's a good thing. But then you know it might be a wake up call for you to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, that's a sign that I need to actually manage my time. Yeah. You need to now. Yeah. You know. Um. And it's probably good you go to the gym. Yeah. As well. That's that's a good question, bro. Um, the last one that happened. This is my longest I've probably 
um, rested and head away from the studio. Like I still go on, but not as much as I used to. And because I've always kept them in my mind, like everyone will be dead longer than a lot than they're alive. Like literally, like we'll be dead longer than we're alive. And when I kept that mentality, I just knew I had to head out as much songs as I can. So when it is time to release, I can pick like easy and be like, okay, we'll go this. And then I can use other songs for something else, like mm. shit and stuff. Um, but the rest has been cool, man. Like it's been a blessing to um, kind of like remember, like just enjoy time spending with my mom and my brother and some friends and just relax here. Yeah. Just kick my feet up. But yeah, I just, I'm always thinking yeah about the future sometimes too far ahead where it's like gee mm-hmm. you gotta just relax bro like <laughs> yeah but i guess that's what it comes with like mm. being a big dreamer and, and wanting to pursue these things yeah mm. man what a <laughs> five <laughs> yeah i'm still young bro so yeah 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 you're still young man <laughs> you can't have these like um heart problems and this nah. age and, and plus with you, you you've got a, a goal yeah you know you've set this goal and you need to achieve it yeah you know it's yeah but man that's eight thousand songs like that's, i can't even write one song nah. <laughs> so eight thousand songs like man i can't believe that's unbelievable i know there's only 365 days in a year see what i mean like that's how much i was even doing songs at the hospital like that's how bad i go mom can you get my laptop and it's just like can you not and i'm like no nah. And that just reminded me of Kanye, like when he did Through the Wire. Mm. So I was always like, no matter what situation I'm in, I'm always drawing my inspiration. I'm like, okay, where was this artist when, yeah. And I'm like, oh, so I'm in the Kanye situation right now. Let's, let's just do something. <laughs> so we, these songs, I've got a beat with that? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, a, definitely. There's some beats. 8,000 different beats? Yeah, or some of them are like same beat, but different theme or topic. Uh, yeah. And th- did you make these beats too? Yeah, and collabed with... Oh, yeah. The people I seeing from overseas and wow. local as well, and my own stuff. Yeah, Shucks. yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So your plans are pick and choose. Yeah, like how how like say it's time for you to get out there, mm. and you're gonna pick the songs for your album. You got eight thousand songs to choose from. Yeah, even that amount is hard to go through. Like yeah, wow, then you gotta yeah, well a week to make one album. <laughs> yeah, to pick the right songs, but then. How long is that process going to take? Because I, I don't know, but 8,000 songs, that's like a lot of albums. But then maybe maybe it's 10 years from now, times are changing and music's yeah. different. Yeah, hard, hard. So you're going to continue to make more. I've got a lot of um, notes on my phone. Um, like, I think over 6,000 notes and books that I've written in. And each note or book, like I'll, I'll um, underline, okay, this seems like the one for this time. Like just for this time, I'm not thinking about the future, but yeah, and I'm like, this sounds good for this, this for for the stuff I'm releasing here. Um, I will be definitely releasing uh, either this year or next year. Uh, but yeah, I'm always well aware of where I'm at. Like I'm like okay, but then I have to check on myself, like my own health. In there, I'm like okay, I need to chill, relax, gym. Don't worry about the music right now. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, Jordy knows a lot about yeah the stuff too. But yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah damn yeah so so okay so now you're planning to see the kids in the high schools yeah to talk about your your journey yeah and, yeah, and yeah. your your how you create your music mm. and stuff like that how did that idea came about 
come about? Bro, I just, I I honestly think it was a, like a God idea and, and I look at different artists and the way they did a, a rollout plan. That's what they call it in, in music terms where they go, okay, we have to go do interviews. We have to release this on this, um, on YouTube or MTV or whatever. But then, yeah, for me, I was just like, I know I'm good at communicating with people and listening to them. So I was like, why not just go face to face? Like, what better way to do it? And especially when, like I said, my anchor is knowing young people are going through a phase where it's like they don't know who they are. They're trying to find out which crowd they're part of or they're trying to be the cool crowd and some party, some smoke. You know, the smokers feel the people. Yeah, like, so I just know what school's like. And I'm like, why not try to attack that quick before someone else grabs them in a in a bad way? Why not try to save them from going down a bad, like, make from my own mistakes too? Like, why not try to reach them quick before, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you had this rollout plan. Yeah. So, and then you thought, okay, I was talk to all these high schools. How how do you start that off? How do you start that? Like, do you ring? You you got you got a list of the seventy seven schools in your book, like, and you got the school number one. What, what's at the top? What schools at, at the top? At the top, I've locked in Kelston right now, and my old school Linfield Linfield High oh, School. Okay. Um, so those two are locked in. So I've always stayed stayed connected since I did with a few teachers that you know that you got your favorite teachers in school and. I was glad that they're still there at Linfield and Kelston. I just knew a lot of like my friends, their brothers in that, their younger brothers that go there. So I'm like, hey, um, who's your coach and who's this teacher? And I'll mm. just like go in. Like there's no, for me, I just go in, just see what happens. Oh. I don't really wait on like, oh, I'll just call them. I'd rather just go and be like, yo, yo. But you just go in there as yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. Just like, a, no, sing, a single person, yeah, not no affiliated to anyone. No. Nah. Not affiliated to Crescendo or no. anything else? Um, I'm thinking of tying in Crescendo in a way because um, I feel like I owe them because they, they took a chance on me too. Like, uh, mm. I always have love for them. That's why I always record there and give my time there because, yeah. But that's the thing too, eh? Like, to give the kids an opportunity to come and do, yeah. have some studio time and try and bring out their talents and yeah, bro, see where it goes, eh? Mm. But yeah, I just, every score I went into, just winning and knowing... Yeah, I just always keep that in mind. It's just all on me. Um, if they like me or not, I'm all good. So do you ask the, when you go into a school, say you had your own school, um, Linfield first, you just talk to the the principal and just do you ask for a time to go in someone's class or social studies class and um, just have a chat about music or something? Yeah. Um, How does it work? It was actually, I went to my, my drama teacher. Oh. So yeah, Miss Nicholson, she was cool, man. She's still there. It's gone old now, but man, love mm. her. Um, um, yeah, and I was just like, oh, is there a way I can talk to the assemblies, like different age groups? And she kind of spoke to principal for me. Mm. And then, yeah, we kind of linked from there. And she was like, I don't know if you're crazy, but <laughs> yeah, like, do do what you got to do then. And yeah. I was like, oh, sweet. So you spoke in the assembly? Uh, it's coming up because oh. holidays still, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, all of that will be coming up. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's uh, yeah. Uh, so did did they take give you a time limit? And yeah, they kind of. Um, but there's been I know there's gonna be a few where it may go over. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, because some some students they've already some students I've connected with they already made like group chats. Yeah, 
Kanda already online and they're kind of like messaging and like, yo, can't wait to hear this and that. And I'm like, mm. oh, that's cool, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Like just seeing the support and love. Like I'm like, see what, it, like, I don't know who, who who's going to be impacted, but I hope that makes them do something for themselves and they can reach a crowd that I can't in whatever space or mm. gifting they have. And I'm like, cool, you do you, bro. I'll be there to support too. Yeah. So what's going to be the crux of your talk when you get up there? Um, intro to am definitely uh what i do and basically what i told you knowing kind of coming to their level and being like yo i knew you may come from a different background i know some of you might not have fathers or mothers or maybe adopted or whatever the case may be but the thing is when i got introduced to the version of myself that didn't know existed mm. i want you to, to meet that too like I know your friends in there is cool. It's like cool having friends in there. But once you grow up and kind of meet the real world outside what happens of school, mm. you kind of lose a lot of friends and, and kind of find out, oh, damn, I've messed up. i got to cut myself off, distance myself. It's kind of kind of just trying to be a mirror for them and, and, and save them from doing bad things or giving them more time to pursue what's right for them mm. because then they'll serve, serve a community of people, a crowd of people. That, that I'm trying to do as well mm. my sp- and what you're doing now you know what I mean yeah yeah it's uh, I think it's important that the kids know um, or understand um, their direction in life yeah in terms of especially in terms of where they what their talents are yeah because I really think every kid out there has got a talent in something yeah yeah but no one knows it yeah yeah the kid doesn't even know it mm. but a kid is good at something. Yeah. You just gotta find what it is. Yeah. And maybe it, it get it gets brought out when they're at school. Mm. It gets brought out in classroom or whatever. But then I think man, you know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This is actually good this actually this actually good timing. This this is actually good this is actually good timing because I'm doing this um I'm doing the short course at Auckland Uni right now. It's uh yeah. it's a creative writing course, right? Yeah. And part of the homework was to to watch this YouTube of a TED talk of yep. a guy named he's passed away now I think his name is Sir Ken Robinson yeah he's from England and he talks about how education he believes education all over the world is not structured for what we're talking about mm, yeah that's on you it's not what it's not what we're, what we're talking about with the kids yeah. finding their talents and that schools everywhere in the world is not structured for that what's yeah. he's he's saying that schools all over the world are structured for going to university mm. like using your head yeah but we got a whole we got a whole body yeah it's not really for that because if you think about the priority and schools he was talking about there's if you look at any school the priority there's maths english you know at the top yeah and then at the bottom is the arts yeah right, right at the bottom like drama dance yeah it's, all at the bottom of any school you go to around the world he said that needs to change yeah, because the world's the world's changing. Yeah, yeah. And a good example he made he was like, see the kids now. If you teach them, you're teaching them something that, and they'll be when by the time they're adults, the world's gonna be changing with technology. It's not gonna be. Mm. What are we teaching them for? Are we teaching them for the next five years? Yeah. It sounds like because in in thirty forty years, the world's gonna be different. It's gonna be. It's mm. not gonna be the same. Yeah. So what are, what what are we teaching them when things are gonna change? Yeah, you know it gets worse and worse as the years go by, as the generations go by of technology, you know AI and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so 
but he really he really thinks that these days um yeah they're, they're gonna change schools have to change the way they prioritize what they teach the kids mm. you know and he said being an artist is more uh, it, it, he said being an artist is more it's it's right up there we've got to treat school's got to treat being the art, art forms the arts yeah. the same level as maths and english. and english and all that yeah but it's not like that mm. Do you agree? Because I agree. I, I, I agree, that. bro. But yeah. I appreciate you sharing that, man. That, that's yeah. pretty cool to you. Um, yeah, you should look him up. You should look, he's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Sir Ken Robinson. Sir he's Ken got Robinson. a TED talk on on this subject. Because he's, he, it's funny because he gives examples about how kids um, say anything they want mm. because they're not scared. Yeah. They're not scared to be wrong. Yeah. When they're kids. Mm. And, we, and as adults, we look at them as kids. Oh, we laugh at it. Ha, ha, ha. That's all right. Yeah, we don't believe them, but they, but they might be right because they're not scared to. But when they go through schools, they're taught to to that they that's, that's the wrong thing. Yeah, you can't say that. Can't, no, nope. And so we're taught otherwise. Yeah. you know when when kids are the best artists around because they can they can have new ideas. Mm. You know, but we shut those down real fast. I appreciate that, bro. Like honestly, it reminds me. Yeah, I'm, uh, I believe teachers are good. Straight up, like. Um, whatever they teach, but um, bouncing off what you were saying about the TED talk, about the guy, um, I had a great teacher named Toby Easton at Linfield, English teacher. We hardly did English, bro. <laughs> That's why I love him, man. We're, we're, we still keep in touch. He's not there anymore at Linfield, but he's living on a farm now. But um, he just played guitar and watched movies all day. And I used to be like, I loved going to his class and he just, yeah. He always encouraged me like English, the English stuff nowadays is not worth it. And that was said in what, 2013, 10 years ago when I was a junior, yeah. He was like, you got some talent, man. Just do what you gotta do. Obviously at the time I was just like, oh, you're mean, chill. But now when I hear what you're saying and think back to Toby Eastern, man, they're on, bro. They're like, they're pretty onto it. They know how to unwrap a gift inside someone and I guess you saw that in me and yeah. No. Because you think about all the talents kids have that don't know about it. It's mm. up to it's up to the schools or up to teachers or mentors to actually bring it out of them and tell them to go that way. Mm. You're good at this, you love it, go that way. Mm. Um, it, it might not be maths, it might not be English. Yeah. So why not? We can't stop them from doing that and oh no, nah, got to English you gotta go to university. Yeah. Um I think that was the crux of that TED talk. Yeah, was was all about like don't we shouldn't stop kids from being creative. It's yeah. All, yeah, it's all about being creative. Like yeah. the creativity is what makes you, in the end, and we should, and we should actually nurture that and not yeah. not stop not putting any obstacles with any kid who wants to be a, a creative. Mm. Especially, there is definitely I agree with you with the mentors like that need a push, um, that individual student. But then there's that balance as you mature as like knowing you have to just have discipline to do it. Like don't wait for someone to tell you. Mm. Like you're saying, like we always get inspired and sometimes we just sit around like, oh, me, bro. <laughs> like obviously it's relatable for me too. Yeah. So I'm always like, yo, that's mean. And just like, why am, I, why am I lying down? <laughs> why am I in bed to do Like, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's I've, I'm thankful. Like there's 8,000 whatever songs. Like I'm grateful I, I learned how to build up and develop that mm. from 21 till now like I know when it's good to him I just have to like there's no waiting around like I gotta just go in no one like people can speak life into me which I appreciate but I'm like I'm the one that's putting it in and mm. yeah no one can 
no one can speak for me on that part. I can only speak for myself. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> no drugs. I don't use drugs. Any yeah. of that. Oh, the other people. A lot of my other friends used to record a lot. And I'm like, bro, you guys can talk for pretty good. And then I see them. It's <laughs> all like the, the culture of it, only. Yeah, like, I I did. I was real naive to it. I didn't get it till I saw someone taking a line. And I'm like, that's why you can stay up four or five days doing this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like, damn, I felt cheated. But like, I guess, I, I mean, that'll always happen. But yeah, that, mm. it is what it is. I'll do it the clean right way in my, like how I believe. In, you know, mm. That's, um... Sort of like the culture for for creatives, eh? Like getting yeah. into the drugs and the especially um smoking weed. Like it's like every hip hop every hip hop <laughs> artist smokes weed, eh? Yeah, for in, some reason. in the studio you see it in yeah, the yeah. NWA uh a movie mm. and all those movies that come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Wu Tang Clan T V series, they watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like smoking That's weed all the time and the getting high and it's almost like they can't do anything without getting high. Like um, artists, eh? Right. That's such a good topic, um, or any type of um, addiction, whatever that I've seen in the industry, the music mm. and acting. It is true, man. I've seen a lot of them, and for me, that's why I'm always in. Um, I always enjoy interactions with people, where I know when the drugs die down or the alcohol dies down, I get, I kind of just get around them and try to talk to them, and because you. You know who you are when you're on your own without any substance. That's when you know, like, mm. damn, wow. yeah. Because I don't want to, like, I've had to teach myself and and my friends that set boundaries for me, like, hey, we love you, bro. You can't come to this certain thing. And it's it's taught me how to enjoy life without having to get high or having to get drunk. And obviously, I hang with people that do do it mm. now and then if I need to go check up on them and that. But yeah, it's it's sad when addiction. With all we're all dealing with addictions that if you don't deal with it or it will deal with you and it'll break you, you know what I mean? And that's why I want to free a lot of these young people before that cripples them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't do any. I I couldn't smoke weed, even when I was around my mates that did because yeah. I couldn't handle them ever. I, yeah. I couldn't handle whatever, I always fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like ruined my night. Like yeah. you know, to start this before we go and then I always have a, have a have a puff and then go to sleep, yeah. ruin my night. So never got used to it. So I never did it. I'm like, nah, yeah. I don't want to go to sleep. I just drink. I just <laughs> crack up at some of the guys they drink. It always starts mm. off all good and then, gee, are you? But, but, <laughs> it's like yo. But what do you think? What's up with the artist then? The any kind of artist that into substances because you know that what I hear is like it helps them be creative. Mm. Like bring unlock some yeah some thinking that they can write mm. and, um, but but it's not even just them it's comedians too it's any, yeah. any sort of artist eh? yeah yeah uh, even um uh psychedelics because I know psychedelics make you hallucinate mm. and then maybe they get an idea from that they come come back yeah. out and they oh man they write yeah write something for ages and then they yeah put yeah. their art out it's almost like a tool mm. for the me yeah mm. I've I've caught up with a lot of people um. Like they'll ask me, um, like, hey, let's let's go to a bar or whatever, club and catch up and I'll be like, Oh sweet, I'll do it your way and I won't take a hit or drink. Even when they try to give me a drink, I'll be just drinking Red Bull, like acting like it's like <laughs> but it's not and then it'll be cool, you're right. Like they'll be onto it. And then I'll like probably next week, the week after I'll be like, Okay, we'll do it my way, we'll catch up in the afternoon. Let's see what you're like 
Yeah. And oh shoot. Yeah, like like I've happens. done I've done a Yoi. <laughs> okay, now let's do a Maui. Like let's see what happens. Mm. Like I just want to see because yeah. for me when I always interact with an artist or a person, mm. I just want to know you as a person before I even get into business with you. Like I really, I'd rather care for you as a as a friend before any anything pops off. Like because mm. I don't want you to always always having to be like yo, gee, I need a hit. I need a hit. Like. I just want to know you for you kind of thing. Mm. So yeah, we did a my way and it was pretty interesting. Like I just like talks like this was cool as and they always open up, be vulnerable and I'm thankful for it because it's hard for them. Yeah, I guess it's hard for all of us sometimes to talk about certain things around people. Yeah. And they kind of numb. They're like things I've seen and heard from people that deal with that in the, in the businesses. They're just numbing a lot of pain. Mm. Yeah. So there's like the fruit of it, but they never address the root of what actually happened. So mm. if it's unforgiveness or their dad left him or whatever. And it's cool hearing that when I'm like, damn. And that, for me, that's an inspiring thing. And, you know, get the book out. I'm like, oh, good idea. Like, mm. yeah, so it's pretty cool. What do you think is the common thing with artists these days? Like well, from what you've seen? Because, you know, being a creative... Mm. It's something that you got to be outside the box yeah. doing, eh? Like, you can't think like other people. You can't really, hey, you can't really think like how other people think. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, whatever whatever genre or, or, or media you choose, you got to be in line with whatever that genre is. Mm. But then to create n- a new idea is, is hard, eh? Because yeah. you got to be unique. Yeah. And it's hard to be unique if there's a lot of influences around. So, I guess like being like those creators that are who are successful that can get outside the box and do something real original. Yeah, like they must have something in common, eh? Like, <laughs> yeah, like they like the ones you you hear or see, and especially the ones in America. Like, yeah, that's all like weird, eh? Weird people. It's sort of weird eh? because you, you probably, it seems yeah. to me you have to be weird. You got you got to be in that kind of mentality, mm. like like uh, out the gate kind of mentality to do some out the gate stuff, eh? Yeah. Um, that's a mean question, bro. Like what they have in common. I think what a lot of artists have in common nowadays. Are you talking good or bad, or just or anything like or whatever makes them bring out all the content the way they do? Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with you, bro, on that. I I think what they have in common is structure. So they always think if it's done one way, if one person got successful, I have to do it that way. Like I have to be weird, and I gotta like do all that just to be like seen and known. But now nah, for me, it's like nah, man, like. That's why I love developing artists from the old days. Like what the guys I mentioned back then, like they developed into what they were. Mm. They didn't have to put on a front to be who they were. They just they who they were who they were. Like that that was it. And yeah, that was the cool thing about it. But I mm. think nowadays Yeah, just seeing and being around it. Yeah. Um how do I say Like of social media is makes it big. Yeah, and it's it's the, it's the look, it's the sound. It's just, I honestly think some of it's all of, all, all of facade sometimes. Mm. Yeah. And that's the sad thing for me because like I'll know, I'll know a certain famous person or whatever. I'll know the I'll know them in front of the camera and then, but I actually know who they are behind and they're real down and real um, insecure and stuff and I'm like, yo, mm. it's so crazy. Like, you, you, you can save someone by being yourself. You don't need to like <clears throat> hold back on it. Like, don't sell out just to don't compromise who you are. Mm. You're not gonna last long. Like your foundation has to be strong, do you? Yeah. 
Man, the one person that came to mind right now was um six nine. Oh yeah. I mean, that guy blew up with his his look. Yeah, yeah. He got exposed. And then I thought like, okay, yeah. fine, this guy. Do people just like him because of his look? Cause to be honest, I didn't like his music. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's not really my my thing. Yeah. And then all the all the new stuff he's getting to like, oh come on, man, it's like. Yeah. That's not like the real. Hey, that's, mm. like, that's a character. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a character. That's in the industry. The it's like giving a bag of money to a little kid, and then go do what you want. Like, and they mm. don't really care for you as a person. Like, and they want you to act as a character because that's what brings them views, and mm. that's what the industry is. I kind of seen it and kind of studied a bit from a distance, and I'm like, okay. This is good for me, but there's certain parts where I don't want, I don't want someone controlling me. No, like yeah, that's mm. why the way I release it is different. It's like no one, no one's trying to tell me try act like this for the camera, and so everyone can watch it. Mm. Like nah, man. Like <laughs> I know who I am. I'm, I'm good to you. Like, because that's probably another reason why you do um, doing everything you're doing underground and yeah. just rejecting everything because you want to be, you want to figure out a way to control your own content. Yeah, uh, without any. You know, influence with you know with yeah. people trying to make money off you. Yeah, yeah. In a yeah. way where they just export you, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because because I understand like there's no more record labels anymore, but it got changed. Mm. Now they're something they're 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 different. Yeah, they've got to change their their business their business model. Yeah. Now now the sharks are those promoting yeah, people, yeah. eh? The promoting people. Know, the guy yeah. that gave the bag of money to six nine. Yeah, that yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to reap, yeah. He, he gets everything while Six Nine has to deal with it, mm. like all that, yeah. Sit mm. back, and he's the one that still has the money at the end of the day, mm. basically. So it's a yeah. A lot of artists that come into the thing and they're like, "Yo, I'm keen," and I'm just like, "You'll see." <laughs> like you'll see a lot of people come and go. That's why it's, it's always been like that. So your role at, at Crescendo when you were there. Yeah. What was that role? What were you doing? What was your job? It was just, it was more mentoring. Eh? I honestly just went in to record as an artist, still an artist, and it was just to help the young ones that came through. A lot of young people that came through from 13, male and female, 13 to 20, 24, 25. And yeah, just mentoring, helping them. That's what I love about Crescendo. Crescendo really care about your well-being, who you are. Um, definitely talented artists there, but... They they work on your character a lot and develop you a lot. Yeah, just they kind of let you know the real reality of like nothing happens overnight. Like it's actually putting in work. Because when labels or whoever promoters don't want to promote you anymore, who's gonna do it for you? Like if you still want to continue, you have to do it yourself. Like so, same thing with the ident- identity on the shoe. It's like promoters and labels that want to create around you because they know you can hold your own. So now they got to back that because they're like, oh, okay, for us to keep running as a business, we need to get around you now because it seems like you're popping off in some way we, we've never done before. Yeah, so that's why I'm doing it the way I'm doing it. And yeah, if people get inspired, artists, some artists, if they want to take that on, up to them. But they may have a better way of doing it than I did. And I'm all good off that. Like, I'll support that 100 because I don't knock anyone that tries something, bro. It's not easy to like like you turning up to the gym, G. Like, yeah, I, I hate when I have these days. It's like, 
I don't want to hold you. <laughs> I, I want to sleep, bro. <laughs> I want to eat. I want to go drive-through. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it comes off a lot, man. Honestly. Like being away from a lot of people you love. and yeah. That being control of your own content, that's a... I see that as a changing of the guy for what artists are just trying to do now. You know, like, I know we've got platforms like Spotify and like these kind of platforms, you know, these people are making money off everyone that's on there, you know. But that's, a, that's probably a good way to get your stuff out. Yeah. Or yeah. even the people that put the song on Spotify, those are companies, eh? Mm-hmm. Those well, companies as well. What are those people called? Because I forgot the names. Um, because I haven't released anything on Spotify, yeah. um, I actually don't know who... What their names are I know who you're on about Yeah My mates have, have spoken about it a lot um, I actually don't know who they are there Because that's Because to me I, I always laugh at How their business model was With, with putting a podcast on there Because mm. if you put a podcast on Spotify It's free mm. But if you put that's music so on there weird. You gotta pay It's weird eh? You gotta pay someone to Do it for you And then you get the royalties off Yeah yeah But maybe it's because you get royalties That you need to pay A company to do it for you or mm. the the company gets a percentage of of your royalties, eh? I, like, I don't know how it works, but I think I had a son here. Uh, I think it was it was the Hamill that came on. He, oh, nice. he was saying maybe he was talking about it the the way artists in New Zealand get on Spotify. Yeah, you gotta sign up to a distributor or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But right now, yeah, I'm just keeping it real underground, holding everything. Mm. When when the time comes when the promoter and all those guys, yeah. like we, they pay us, yeah, to did or they get the percentage on that on something on that. If, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. if there's a promoter wants us to wants to pr- promote us, we yeah. don't pay them. Yeah, no, they should pay, pay us. us. Yeah, for <laughs> for, for this is our service. Yeah, 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 we're the one. We're the ones up there performing, not them. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it either. Um, shout out, um, wow, this guy just came to mind. Last year, I was in Australia. I was in Melbourne seeing my family, my sister, and then I had to fly to Brisbane for Lisi. Yeah, yeah. Lisi, yeah. so we've been working on some stuff. Shout out to Lisi, man. Thank you for placing us, um, buying the hotels and there for me just to stay in because he heard a lot of my stuff and so I've produced some stuff for, for him that hasn't come out yet. Um, and made some songs I wrote, I wrote for him because I wanted him on some of my stuff and you heard it. But man, I've never seen so much money, bro. HP came through as well. This was during when um, Samoa was in the final right. against us for the league, the World Cup. It was pretty cool that those weeks leading up because we were just in the studio every day and chopping it up. And it was real interesting to just, just be around guys that are more deep into it, more experienced than me, um, showing me love and... But yeah, they were partying hard in the city, drinking. But it was just cool being around, just being like, yo, what's mm. up, man? How are you? <laughs> yeah, he's, um, yeah. I was just mocking him because I was like, gee, you're small, gee. Like, because on TV, like on the screen, he looks pretty like yeah. Muslim. I was like, gee, what a fraud, bro. Like, <laughs> we were cracking up before. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. good you went over there to um, see those guys yeah. and where they live and how they do because they're here. Yeah, you're right. In Australia, it is a big, bigger market. Bigger market, bro. Yeah, definitely. Like massive market. Yeah, like massive. New Zealand doesn't even compare. Like you know, <laughs> to a lot of countries, more nah. small, man. Yeah. You know, and then you compare Australia to America, and not even close. Yeah. You know, so you see the levels. 
There's levels there. There's levels and Australia is like uh, the, next, the next level up. But, yeah. but seeing all that and what they're doing, like the Polynesians over there, the Pacific Islanders killing it in hip hop over there. They're, they're doing mean. You know? And, and you got to shout out to um, those drill guys, HP boys. And <laughs> they're cool. They're and funny, man. They're funny dudes, bro. Yeah. For, for, for exploding that stuff yeah. in, in Australia because for me, thinking about Australian hip hop, so it was shit. Yeah, for ages. For ages. ages. Yeah. Like we had a scribe and he blew up blew up over there. Yeah. Can't get enough of scribe over there. Mm. You know? For a long time. And until until H P boys came out and one four. They're the ones that started it. But to me, when they came out, it's like an explosion, right? Yeah. And I was like, man, these guys can't even understand what they're saying. Different accent. They're <laughs> you know the islanders uh, rapping an Australian accent, yeah, having buzzy. having their own slang, yeah, you know. And to me, that's different, and they look cool. Mm. They got the the video clips and all that, and that, and that just resonated with a lot of survivors, especially yeah. New Zealand, yeah, you know. But that's the originality that came now. But the music is not original because because it's from South Side of Chicago, right? Yeah, and then the UK took it and they had started doing their slang, and then Australia. Those guys mm-hmm. in Melbourne, they they started it. Started it yeah. So, because they made a lot of money, then all the all the rich people and you know knew that that was popping. They get into it, and and that that's when you can see the bigger market of Australia getting into the music again. Yeah, hey, yeah, because it is making money. So, and that's why you know it creates pathways for all the survivors in Australia yeah. to do it because there's a lot of money to be made now. You know, mm-hmm. and. And to me, I said this before on the podcast, but to me, when when drill music in Melbourne blew up, it's the same the same way how NWA blew up. Mm. You know, just kids that just started to music yeah. and just blew up like that. And like, how how influential is NWA like all over the world? You know, yeah, started right. their careers, Ice Cube and all that. Mm. This guy's Dr. Dre. And for kids to just come out of high school and just do a song and a few songs and blow up like that, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it is, bro. And so it taught me like, and plus it was a different style of hip hop. Hey, yeah. it was it was that it was the gangster rap. Mm. You know, everyone heard of the the um, New York style, but this is a different style, like in in the West, and yeah. it blew up. Mm. So that told me, man, if you can create a new style of hip hop, it can blow up. Yeah. So when's the next one? Mm. Obviously, it was drill. Yeah. And but then the the different version of drill in Australia catered for the Pacific Islanders. Yeah. So that's some new stuff as well. Yeah. So they can be, you can do it. Yeah. Someone can Definitely. do it. Mm. There can be a new one coming out later on. I don't know what style it is, but yeah. you might be you. You might be coming out with a new. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I think one of the, um, you're right, bro. You're, you're pretty on point, bro, to be honest. You're pretty aware. Um, when I was there last year when we were talking, a few of us, um, it's pretty buzzy. Like I said, I always want to know them as a person. So some of them were having kids and that, like on the way. And I was like, how is that going to affect your writing in there? And they're like, yeah, I don't know if I can keep. Yeah, and I go, why not? Like, man, you guys blew up. Like, why not talk about different things and change the sound up if you want to? But yeah, that's the, that's what it comes with. Like, you, you're right about blowing up and then things in their own life happen, personal life. And now it's like, oh, can they say this and that since they have kids now? And that that was a cool challenge I was just putting out to those guys like to if keep on top of your game but bro even when life changes still be like dope and do your thing like because I'm keen to hear more yeah 
And they're like, just hurry up and release it. And I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yo, me. And I'm like, nah, I was just like, nah. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'll get there for you in time. So, man, what are the things that you learned over there with those guys? Like, jamming with those guys? Like, um, with, with the differences between artists, hip hop artists in New Zealand are going through yeah. and how to make it in Australia? Like, yeah. did you see, like, way different uh never seen uh one million on the team no, <laughs> just a lot of cash bro i was just like bro what in the world nah at least he was the man he was trying to bless me and, and give me money i was like nah uh, I'm, I'm good bro i just i was grateful he even paid for me to come over and, and look after me and to kill me and, mm. um what i've learned through the market is definitely bigger the parties are bigger <laughs> way <bigger. laughs> nah, uh Man, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a real different energy there. Um, I'm a real, like, I don't really go out much and stuff. Mm. Um, <laughs> I just know they're still young, just like me, but uh, they're kind of enjoying the fruits of their labor. Mm. And yeah, it's the real different, eh? but in a good way. Like, we always laugh at each other and yeah, we just mock each other mm. like boys. And yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I want my beat back. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ever released a song, you see, man? Come on, man. Nah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, for him, his career, like, obviously it's big in Australia and all that, but, like, what, have you learned from him what sort of the industry is like in Australia in terms of, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like how, how it's different to the industry here in New Zealand? Yeah, like for for me, it's for me. New Zealand hip hop in its heyday was in the like early two thousands, two thousands, especially after Scribe he came out. Yeah. He was all, the, probably the biggest. He. Yeah, he was the biggest, and like a lot of artists came out after that. Mm. You know, after him, and they had the, their style like Decepticons, and mm. and it was a good time for New Zealand hip hop. Eh? Yeah, and then now hip hop these days kind of died down. Mm. I can't really name people that doing it right now besides yeah, besides Poetic or um, uh, Ev- Evandale what's his name um, Mellow Downs oh Mel- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Downs get him <laughs> get his ass Mellow Downs see there's only two yeah, other I mean? others yeah. that are still doing what they're doing yeah. and probably on top of the game in terms of like making it a career for them yeah yeah like now like sustaining sustaining their art Full time, because I think uh, New Zealand market is so small. It's small, bro. Like there's not enough money to go around. Mm. I don't. I honestly don't see myself. I'll keep that to myself. No, just, um, I definitely. I know my my career will be transitioning to overseas. Definitely. Yeah. But just having a starting ground and developing, mm. really honouring where I'm at, and not trying to take any shortcut because I know they'll help me in the long run. But yeah, I, I don't know. Certainly, the schools, how many kids in each school? Depending, 2,000, 2,000. Times that by 73, I don't know. Well, that's a pretty big number. Yeah, I'll be keen. Yeah, I'll be keen, man. All the all the students that have been supporting, man. Putting the shoes on for a dollar. Keen. Yeah, keen just to show love. And, and I really love just the art, the art form of hip-hop in general. Mm. Yeah, always be, always be about the passion and purpose before the the money. So I know the money will come. I just 
my love for what I do has to outla- like outlive and outlast the money. Mm. Yeah, because the money will run out if I do just do for it. So, yeah. Well, it's it's sustaining what you're doing. Yeah, for yeah. F- doing it, f- doing it full time. Yeah. I think that's the that's the goal. Mm. And it, it, it f- for me, it's my goal too. Yeah, to sustain this. Me, bro. And as long as it pays the bills and yeah, puts bro. a roof over my head, then they're happy. You know, yeah. the millions can come later. <laughs> but but you know but it's the art form for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the art form for me. Like getting better at this, the yeah. getting better doing my craft and that, and like talking to people. Like for me, man, it's just talking to people. Yeah. I, you know, that's the that's the gold I get. Yeah. You know? Just coming away off a uh, chat and mm. just be man, that man that guy was the man. <laughs> like and, yeah, and I get inspired all the time with people yeah. I talk to, you know. Yeah, and that's bro. and that's uh and money can't buy that. Yeah, you know? money can't buy that, man. <laughs> 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 nah, bro. You're on, bro. And it's good yeah. for your mental health too, like yeah, you know, bro. just to talk talk to people because they're yeah, human bro. interaction. Mm. And that's why I don't do this on Zoom Zoom calls. And that's mean, yeah. Because one, the sound is not right. Yeah. The sound is not great. Two, you probably they got probably got bad worse internet than you, and yeah, <laughs> and they. And they buffer out. Yeah. But you don't get that interaction yeah. like you do face to face, you know? Fuck. Yeah. So now nah, man, like yeah. For me it's just about sustaining. <laughs> yeah, bro. I wanna Definitely. I wanna leave my job and do this full time, please. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hundred, bro, hundred. Um That's the goal, man. Because for you are you are you working full time or are you doing this full time? Uh, music and acting So we oh, Haven't yeah. even tapped into wow. acting <laughs> Yeah <we're, laughs> That's what so, I mean <laughs> Okay You're the drama teacher At school Yeah Ms. 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 Field. So that's Ms. That's where your passion came from Bro Funny Yeah Funny In school I wanted to be an actor More than a musician F- Yeah Just cause I had a great uh, Mental teacher Miss Miss Nicholson And Miss Opris They were great man um, Yeah One uh, So there was this few awards I won it was like the whole of New Zealand for acting I won it like how many times I think two or three times in a row every year back oh. it was like a back to back so every actor from each school in New Zealand came to Auckland uh, Sky City yeah but I, I'll always love uh, Miss Nicholson Opus for just letting me be me but knowing how to like tell me how to pivot like certain little things and be like hey you should do it like this and why not try this why not add and they just yeah, they, they just knew how to, yeah, in the acting space, for, I don't know how they did it, but they just knew, yeah, they saw it, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, do you know where your love for acting came from? Bro, um, I was always in... Is it, was there a white Sunday? <laughs> bro, <laughs> stop it, nah, <laughs> that's the red flag right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously, the white Sunday, but it was more in primary, I think, mm. I know, I just... Uh, I knew I was a real bubbly kid and um, uh, this is leading into something now. Um, when I was eight, uh, we had a family birthday out at Pemuel mm. and um, I, for some reason I went to the kitchen. I forgot what hall it was. I went to the kitchen and David Toll was there and he was doing the kalu and he was just following it. Yeah, and then, yeah, uh, that, that stuck with me when I was eight. And so I'm in college, third form, year nine, whatever. And I'm with Miss Nicholson. She's like, have you ever thought about writing a script? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, 
no one did and she's like why didn't you try to think of something and as I got older in school I started developing a David Tour script yeah and then in 2021 before I left to Melbourne I was at a low place in my life and I just went fuck I gotta see this guy like, I don't know how and I just went in, and I just went into his gym this random it was January the was it the 3rd or the 6th it was one of those dates but I remember it was like 10 10.30 in the morning walked in saw his, his wife Helen, beautiful lady, she was cool. She was like, Oh, we're not really like open at this time. And I was like, Oh, can I just like, is he here? And she was like, Oh, yeah. And she just got him. Mm. Yeah, bro, we, we spoke that whole day, like, while I was on a down. And I was like, Man, I've been developing this script for you. And he was buzzing out because he was like, uh, Who are you? Like, <laughs> but then I told him the story. I go, Do you remember I was eight in, in Pemuel? And he goes, Yeah, I remember that. You were the kid. I was like, Yeah, I was the kid. And he was buzzing, we were buzzing out. And he's like, and he was like, oh, God's funny, man. Like, he was just talking like that, the American accent. I was like, yeah, well, what do you reckon? And he's like, uh, it's pretty random how you came, but I think it's pretty cool. Like, he yeah. was just like that. <laughs> he told me um, he's a, he was shooting a documentary on him already, but a movie, he's never heard someone approach him about it. Obviously, I want to play him. Um, uh, yeah, we've been in the talks ever since. Um, oh, yeah, but it's just getting the green light from certain companies and funding and I know he's dealt with bad um, what do you call it getting ripped off he's been ripped off oh, a yeah. lot so he's a real like he's big on trust and I understand this I respect yeah. him like I'm not worried about when just I'll go on your time but um, staying staying ready for that um, I don't know if we'll actually go through but I'm, I'm just speaking it out there and I just love the dude man it's cool how I've got a good relationship with him on the loo and He's helped me with a lot of things, man. So, yeah. Oh, that's me, man. That's yeah. me that you just walked in. It's <laughs> it's good how, you know, if, how, uh, you know, young people, if they need to find out something, go yeah. to the source. Yeah. You know, and don't be scared. To, yeah. Like, people also think it's impossible, way. Eh? Yeah. Like, like, if they really want to know something about how to, like, if, say, you like doing this thing, but you need to talk to someone who's done it before. Yeah. You got and who who was it? It might be a famous dude yeah. or someone that oh, nah, I can't. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But just gotta try. Yeah, you just gotta try. Um, because they're more unhappy than to give advice. Yeah, because they always want to give back. Yeah, yeah. The the worst thing that can happen is they either not there or they say nah, I don't want to talk to you. But it's mm. like yeah, that's that's why I said like going into schools and anything. I've always had them. You just just I just go in mm. whether I'm prepared or not. I'm just like sweet. Let's see what happens. Yeah. But he, he's been a blessing. Um, Stylebender, uh, yeah. as, as another one on the loo, I've known for quite a while. Good relationship with him. Because I used to bounce at Velvet, and that's when he used to come through a lot. And that's where we connected in Battle Zone, because he's a dancer, crumper. Um, yeah, and I was with him before he flew off. We were just at his gym and just chopping it up and talking. And Yeah, I just love, I just love that I knew... Um, I may not be up there like them, but I have the guts and the balls just to mm. go say what's up and get myself in these rooms because I know one day a kid is going to be like that to me. But like, yo, mm. how did you do this and that? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like you, G. <laughs> like, yeah, just taking chances, man. You never know. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And you're not afraid of doing it too. Yeah. So you finish school, you, you, you like acting. Yeah. How did you get into the mainstream? I went uh, uni tech. Um, CCMA 
Mark Mark Ingram, uh, another Balangi teacher, great dude. Said I had a gift for it, so I went. And yeah, I did two, three years there. It's pretty cool. And then shout out to Theo. They came on, Theo David. Mm. Man, love you, man. Um, <laughs> it's the man. He's he's cool, man. Yeah. Um, a cool thing, I'll tell you a story about him. Um, so I, I started off as a background actor at Shoreland Street. And Theo was the first one that made me feel so comfortable. We're like, I was real shy and just not sure what to do. And he just, he sat next to me. He's like, some man, when he was there. And but we were just talking for ages. And but I was cool seeing him like get ready. Like, like he's getting ready for his lines. Like he's trying to remember, psych himself up. Yeah. yeah. But I really appreciate what he did for me, man. So I always, I messaged him when I saw that he was on here too. And um, yeah, I started off as a background character. And now I'm kind of like, it's kind of getting into it more. I just appeared. I didn't even know. I didn't even keep up with it, to be honest. I didn't even know how to say that. And I made a joke on Solar Street. I was like, I want to be on Home and Away. Like, and they're they're like, cut. They're like, what? What'd you say? <laughs> nah, and I was like, nah, jokes. <laughs> Me and Theo were just laughing. But um, they're already shooting into, what's, what's it now? April still. I think they're already shooting into next year, the year after, I think. Oh. So we're pretty far ahead. But um, my character's still in development. But yeah, my sister exposed me I don't know how she found her man she found the episode of me on it and oh. then she shared it and then bro everyone started sharing it and I was like oh hey yeah do you remember which one uh, I can't remember which one it was but my character's name was Scotty everyone that's why everyone, like sometimes you hear the boys at the gym go hey Scotty like <laughs> then I'm like bro like yeah and they're like the widest name could have been like, <laughs> could have been like Shone or Suilu and I was laughing I was like I, didn't, I honestly didn't keep up with it to be honest I, I'm mm. I'm just grateful for the experience I'm just mm. like a lot of things I'm doing. So, so it was a, a it's a bit. Was it? Uh, it was like kind of like an intro to my character. Oh. But obviously, um, later on there'll be more where I'm talking more. Oh. So it hasn't come out yet. Um, not the bigger parts, but that part came out. Oh, that that one about so, Scotty. The I just watching it. <laughs> bro, I was I know everything's like so much. He's been left behind nowadays. Like I'm awkward. I'm just like that's cool. That's so he's still there now. Yeah, now and oh, then. Um, oh, okay. Sometimes it'll be like a whole week, three days, two days. Sometimes oh, a month, depending. But just now and then. But yeah. I just, I'm grateful for the experience on the CV. Like, just like, yeah, man. <laughs> it's like an old ass show. Even when Chris Warner and TK met them, mm. Chris Warner was like, "So you're the new guy, eh?" And I was laughing at out. Yeah, and I was just was buzzing up seeing those guys. So was that your first gig after Unitech? Um. No, it was more theatre plays, ATC, oh. shout out to oh, ATC. Yeah. I'm shouting out everyone that's contributed to my life. Um, so you're another theatre actor. Um, yeah, I, I honestly didn't even know, like, like I said, I just go into things, but sometimes I didn't go into prepared sometimes. Mm. Yeah, theatre. So ATC I'd done last year at the same time I was doing music. Yeah. Um, How many plays for them? So we had to do like three, last year, three different plays. Mm. And then the fourth one was the big one where we all joined as a group and then had to do one for like our, our families and all that. At, um, Western Springs is Hall. I forgot the name. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, Tepec. Yeah. Tepec is the name. Um, but yeah, I just somehow got in the room. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even know about theatre last year. Like, 
I didn't even know the day I went was the audition day. I just thought I was like, yo, I'm already in. Oh. Yeah, yeah. like in my head, I was just like, yeah. And then the next time I came in, they're like, you, you guys are the 20 people that made it. And I was like, what? Mm. Yeah, because on the day, it was like hundreds of us. But I thought that was all of us. I was like, king, king. Oh, so yeah. you had to do your performance then? Yeah, but I just thought like we were all in already, like oh. in my head, yeah. It's probably a better way to do it, eh? Not, not knowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're not nervous, eh? Bro, and then they're like, yeah, you made it. I was like... <laughs> like wait a minute I was like oh sucks and like I didn't reply oh man I can't believe I'm exposing myself but the people I got numbers of they're like gee did you get it did you get it but I didn't reply because I was like oh damn because I didn't see them for the next year yeah because they got cut and I was like frick I feel bad like yeah like I was like oh frick I didn't even know it was like that like yeah oh Theo when he was here he was talking about his his fear of life yeah and he said man he's talking about the auditions he said you get a lot of no's before we get a yes yeah man and that's just the life of, of being an actor you know mm. yeah the duck rockers I yeah were you in that nah nah I, I tried it yeah oh. and oh, what, audition <laughs> yeah tried to audition and after I did like the thing they asked me to do I saw their face they're like hmm <laughs> they're like <laughs> I was like oh oh and they're like we'll, we'll, we'll give you a call eh? <laughs> but I already knew I was like frick there's a new bro <laughs> Like, I knew I was like gee gap yeah. seen that like, facial before yeah me. they're like hmm <laughs> like yeah like the, when it was a big pause and I was like oh like just looking around and they're like I'll give you a call eh? and I was like sorry Simon yeah I was like bro <laughs> cut I was like I'm cut bro I knew I, was, I could just feel it they didn't have to see it yeah that's probably what they need to work on eh? just their <laughs> reactions because you can just tell by directions on that Thanks for your time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> Freaking crack up, man. So, what, what was it? Do you remember what it was? Oh, it was, it was an uncle. It was an uncle to someone. Mm. But they loved um my audition tape. They loved that more. Oh. Yeah. And they loved that. And they're like, gee, you got to come in. Came in. Oh, thanks for your time. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, so it was weird. Like, I, I found that weird. But I was like, I'm more focused on the music. So the acting... I just do that to try support more. Like money yeah. comes in for mom and then, and I'm I'm happy my mom's proud and that she's just happy that I'm doing something good with my life mm. at least. Because your acting can come into your music too, eh? Yeah, and especially that, with music videos, that's what helps it. You yeah, because I know I've got that eye for it, and and yeah, I like I love Michael Jackson videos. Like those felt like movies to me. Mm. Yeah, in a song, like seeing his videos were cool. I knew I, w- I always wanted to sing like Michael Jackson and Chris Brown, but I knew I couldn't sing, so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> thank you for your time." Uh, <laughs> I got to transition. <laughs> is this another avenue you might look into, like the production side of acting, like like the camera, camera work and sound yeah, and I, I like being audio. Um, um, we're kind of shooting like this um, tour thing at the moment, in a way, like it's like a demo. Not, not an official thing, but um, yeah, I'm always around everything. Like, because I know I gotta learn all of it anyway, so mm. I'm always around it. Um, behind the scenes, angles, bird's eye view shot, and all that, low angles or whatever. Yeah, it's just buzzy. I just yeah, in certain rooms, I just be an egg. Like they're like, yeah, you know this angle, I'm like, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do, yeah, yeah, whatever, mm. like, just do what you do, yeah. <laughs> 
because yeah it's 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 um it's that thing when you're when you're a music artist and you're on the that side of the yeah. of the microphone and you're actually you're on that side of the camera yeah then the other side of the, all that is different eh? yeah and like, way different like the technical side of things because you know it always amazes me when i see a recording studio and all those buttons all those the mixes and mixes and that yeah and like, how the hell they can they understand which yeah, one yeah. to push i still man to the stage <laughs> To this day, man. To this day, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. Yeah, man. Those producers and engineers and masters and all that, man. I don't know how they do it. Like, I'm still learning that stuff. Mm. I, I love, even though I'm in there every day. I, I'm still like sitting there, like they're like, yeah, the 44 votes, and I'm like, come on, white man, just finish the song. Like, you must do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, it's trippy. It's trippy. Hmm. Cause is that something you want to get into or no? Not really. I knew I knew the like the the first steps of it. Mm. So just chucking on EQs and all that, just sorting that stuff out of my voice and compressing it. Yeah, but that's the cool thing about Crescendo. Like they really teach you like the fundamental what you need to have your song sound good and mastered and all that. So yeah, I'm always around that every day. I'm still obviously I've gotten better at it over time, but I still know like. I listen to like Dre and all that and try to listen how the heck did he make the drum sound nice and the mm. voice lay yeah. yeah man because I remember having thinking about doing the audio engineering course oh yeah for real like when I started doing the podcast yeah. I, that's when I discovered I really loved doing it Me, so it was like good. I was moving I was moving towards this Hot. and then I discovered my love for writing again because mm. I used to write when I was a kid yeah in primary school it's funny because I, I I wrote a story off a movie in primary school, and yeah. the teacher loved it so much they made it into a play. Yeah. So oh, bad. That's me. Yeah, and then I like I, I like reading as well. So yeah. intermediate, I read a lot of books, but then at high school all went away. Like mm. all that stuff, I didn't do anymore. Yeah. It was, it was basketball, beating off the boys. Then my twenties was like going out, partying, drinking. So I didn't. And then when I did the podcast again, twenty nineteen. We did a website mm. and we had to start writing for the website. That's when I found my love for writing again. Yeah. From back in the days. So yeah. it all came back. I said, like, fuck, man, I remember I loved this. Yeah. And oh, I like doing this. Yeah. So that's why I did the course to learn, to learn more about it. But then I had this idea of like, man, if I love doing this, maybe I should do stuff that relates to this. Mm. Like being audio engineer. Yeah. Because it relates to what we're doing, you know? Or doing I don't know anything else that's relate, relatable to what I like doing now that's me man you know and I think I should have done it ages ago but mm. yeah that was that fork in the road eh because mm. you, you never know because I've been doing my full time job for over over almost 20 years now yeah and if you're doing it that long you either still love it or you don't you know yeah. <laughs> I think for anything eh you must be on like autopilot for like it's just like for twenty years doing something. Sometimes it's just autopilot. Like you, you just know what to do. Eh? Would you say in a way? Yeah, well, it's a job where yeah. it um, changes with the times too. So oh. when I started working, when I when I first started working in two thousand one, I got the job, and I was like the new kid. Yeah. And I knew computers because yeah. I came from I came from uni and because no one was doing computers hardly, so I was the main man doing the computers. So it helped a lot. But now, now twenty years later, 
I, I don't know much of the technology, new technology yeah. coming out. So I'm still doing the old school way. Yeah. But the new kids coming out from uni, they're coming in and they know the old school way. They don't have experience. Yeah. But they know the technology. Do so they, I'm do, learning that. Do they come in with like iPads or no? Oh, no, we used to play on that. But oh, yeah. they come in with the tech, 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 tech the, the, the knowledge of the new technology. Sucks. But I don't know it. Yeah, yeah. I have I to know. learn it. And it's, it's like real complicated. It's like, oh, no, I just did the old school way. I'm just still doing the old school way. Mm. And just just helping the the young people along mm. with the experience and that. Yeah. But um, you know, when it comes to like like yeah, been doing it for so long. Mm. But but I realized now was wasn't my passion. Because mm. now we talked about finding the kids' passion at schools. Because you have to move them that way. I yeah. think there's no choice. Because otherwise they're gonna end up not loving what they're doing. And then finding out later on in life that they should yeah. have done something else, but you know, without pushing them in the direction when they were younger. Yeah, because that's, that's sort of what happened to me. Because you remember when I told you like I loved riding and that yeah. at school, yeah. and then I the high school was just sport and the boys, and then twenties I was just having a drink, going out and partying. So I did that for 10, 15 years, eh? Just spending my money, like living paycheck to paycheck. Yep, and all that, not thinking about the future and just hanging out. Mm. But in the long run, it's not really sustainable, eh? yeah. you know. And because of because I never I left my love behind, mm. I did something else. I yeah. went to uni for something else. That I thought, mm. but then when I when I got the job, start started making money. I wasn't using it was just money to help me with my party and that. Yeah, <laughs> and buying and buying shit. Yeah, yeah, and doing shit like not really. It's just a nine to five, you know, mm. and just having fun with the. Having fun with the paycheck, but not really a passion, sort of thing. Yeah. And now that I find it later, see, and I think what you're doing is really important too. These talks, Appreciate or trying to find, or just letting, letting these kids know, you know, they've yeah. got a talent. Yeah. They've got a talent. They're gonna love for something. Mm. We don't know what it is. You might not know what it is, but yeah. we. It's up to people outside, parents, teachers, to find out what it is and push them ahead, and they're not. Not just not just push towards something that it's normal. Yeah. Like you know, you hear talk on social media these days about about schools not what's schools not doing doing the thing that we probably want our kids to be doing, mm. especially nowadays of technology and that. Yeah. Because especially because of island families, because our parents probably only knew three three jobs: accounting, yeah. doctor, or lawyer. Yeah. If you're not that, then you're not good you're not or, good enough yeah, yeah, or yeah. if you're not that then okay go work with, go come to the work where I work at mm. you know yeah. <laughs> or, 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 you know if we say we're gonna be a a, a gamer you know they no. but these days you can get money playing playing games, playing games. Yeah. but even the art art forms being an artist mm. any kind of artist is what people need right now in the world yeah man definitely because they need to enjoy stuff mm. you know and they can't enjoy stuff if no one's giving it. So, you know, when the time comes, when the time comes, it's time to unleash your, your work to the world. Yeah, man. Excited, man. Definitely. What's your sort of um, time frame or now? Um, or like your, you like, Sorry. to release all your stuff? Like, time frame. Can you talk about it now or, or um, not really? Because, you know, how you said you need to be prepared. Like, how's that journey for you going, your preparation? Like you halfway there, you uh, you, you know what it's gonna look like when you release. 
I honestly have idea, but I know sometimes that most like unplanned ones are the best ones, so I can't really see what it is gonna look like. What I am gonna see, <clears throat> which I believe like it will have impact and influence the way the people I looked up to growing up, you know, like it, it, it saved me, like uh, it made me feel special in some type of way. Uh, it made me feel like I had hope for something and. I'm taking that aspect of the music I listen to and kind of putting it, everything into it. And um, but time frame wise, will either be this year or next year, sometime next year. Because um, I can't just I'm always refining my stuff. So yeah, it's always like in the basement. I call it the basement, the vault or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I always laugh because I'm just like I played a few stuff to different people and. Mm. What was their reaction? Yeah, they're like, why did why does it sound like soft and then this hardcore hip hop and then, cause I'm playing around with different a lot of different things, but um, yeah, when you have to when I have to try and draw from different emotions from a certain situation, I'm like, I, I can't just do a song and be like, yo, that's mean. I have to be like, nah, that doesn't feel the way I felt that at that time. I need to redo it. Like, yeah, hmm. yeah, it takes a lot of yeah. If you want to build a legacy, I don't think. You can rush it, yeah. For me, this is me, yeah. You know when you talk about developing your identity and your style of your of your music, yeah. What does that look like with the New Zealand part of it, like our, how we grew up here in New Zealand, like our accent mm. and the way we, yeah, way we talk and maybe, um, yeah, just the style of it all. Because mm. I feel. When HP Boys and all that came out, you know, they, that was their identity because they had their own accent, they yeah. had their own um, slang mm. in there. And then if you hear if you hear heard it anywhere else in the other countries, it's like, hey, why are you rapping like them? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Why are you, or you know, something like that. Like, that's me, bro. Like with even with American stuff, mm. like sometimes the American accent comes out, yeah. can't help it, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just what we hear. Yeah, because that's what we hear. Mm. But I give it up for HP Boys for sticking with their accent, sticking mm. with their slang and putting it in their music yeah so that's their identity and i really think new zealand has their own identity too like yeah definitely i think um when it comes to the new zealand accent uh david dallas he comes to mind mm, yeah because he embraced it yeah 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 there's no hints of any american accent mm. it sounds weird but you sort of embrace it you yeah, know yeah. like kind of thing but yeah it's your how 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 do you how is your music related to that, like the identity towards the way you sound? Nice question, brother. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, sir. Um, <laughs> the principal's office. Um, Sound-wise and identity-wise, um, I feel since I've lived with um, different people of my uh, in my life growing up, I've had. Um, I've been grateful and thankful to have different experiences. Mm. So I've lived with people that were real spiritual and, and loved God. And then I've lived with people who have, yo, shit, man, 88, man. Like, yeah. And it's like, I drew from those different experiences mm. where it was like real raw street. Like I wasn't a part of it, but I was well aware of what was happening. And, and, and had, yeah, it just, come across so many different that a lot of my sound the identity of it 
it's like different parts of my life and upbringing up till now. Yeah. Mm. So some stuff sounds nice and mellow and soft and then some is like, yo, are you all right, man? Mm. <laughs> but he sound hood, man. But it, that's just, that, it's not me being hood. It's more like um, describing that background of where I grew up and came from and mm. kind of telling stories for people that they can't speak for themselves kind of thing. Mm. Kind of trying to carry them. Because like, one thing I definitely know as brown people, we love to know where we're from. Like, I, I definitely agree, respect it. But I think not enough people know where they want to go to next. They're mm -hmm. so comfortable being like, yeah, I'm from here, I'm from here. And one of the best things I've learned is like, oh, hood-wise is like, don't die over the neighborhoods that your parents are renting. Like, why die, why die for a street that your parents are still renting kind of thing? So I had to think ahead and be like, okay, proud of where I'm from but I gotta know where I'm going next so always keeping like yeah this is where I'm gonna be from but like you gotta embrace the new and kinda there's a certain version of you the old you that can't go with you anymore mm. where that new comes you're just like I gotta leave that behind and go but always be thankful for what where you came from and that sound so yeah bruh Oh, that's but that's that's cool that's a cool story that cause that is a story that's the Pacifica story in yeah. in Auckland, yeah. you know, because we're gonna develop our own stories, mm. and for our identity to come out that way, and those kind of stories that come out, yeah, it's gonna be unique, eh? Mm. Because no one lives in Auckland like no Pacific Islander that lives in Auckland lives like anywhere else in the world. Yeah, not even from the uh, the the islands where our parents are from. Yeah. You know? Because there's Samoans, Samoans, and there's New Zealand-born Samoans, mm. you know that. And we're now we're two different people now, eh? Yeah, yeah. Two true. different influences, so yeah. we've developed a new identity that way. Mm. Same with the Islanders that live in Australia; they've yeah. got their own yeah. sort of identity because they've got their own different environment over there. Yeah, man. Uh, and although we're all connected mm. and from the same island, we're gonna grow our different um, ways of living. Yeah, and I think what you just described with the with that. Song, it's got a song, eh? Is that a song? <laughs> Which one? The one you, the story you described. Uh, in, in a way, yeah. In a way, it is. Yeah. The way I explained it, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. See, if those lyrics come out in your song, right? Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna relate to a lot of people. Then mm. die with the neighborhoods your parents are into. Yeah. 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 But how how that song gets delivered out there? Is it gonna be commercialized, or it's gonna be um, hardcore hip hop? Because, because um, that's yeah. the that's another big difference. Eh? Yeah, you yeah. got to be careful with how you're gonna deliver that that yeah. the, that message. Yeah. What kind of song? Yeah. Because I always thought, I always thought the 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 commercialized version of the songs come out um, that have the most radio play. Mm. Eh? And then, but it's not respected in the hip hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hip hop, um, commercial, yeah. yeah. It's not respected as much, yeah. but it's it's done in a way where it gets out there. Yeah. But then the I think the message get lost because people are not listening to the song. Yeah. Lyrics, they're just beat. They're just dancing to the beat, or yeah. you know, yeah. it's just a beat up to them. Mm. You know. But if yeah, but the pure hip hop people like if they listen to a song that's got the lyric, they listen to the lyrics rather than yeah. the beat. Eh? It's not yeah. about the beat. Eh? Yeah. So how do you balance that to send your say see that. What you describe is gonna be a good song. <laughs> that, right? I appreciate that you picked that up. <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's, fuzzy. It's yeah. gonna be mean. Yeah. But I wanted to get to the people that 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 learn from it. Mm. You know. Um, what's coming to my mind is just like 
like some people like food or felt salt. And when they add salt, they're like, oh, sucks. Mm. They realize, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. Um, damn, that's a good question. I'm even like kind of trying to figure it out because I don't even know if I'm a, uh, I didn't present myself as a commercial dude, but mm. I know I have a lot of pool with a lot of people because they've seen what I do and heard a lot of what I said. Um, I guess there's a belief thing too. Like, just saying that, me saying it, but I've said it so many times in the studio, doing the neighborhood, but I kind of just gradually said it and you picked up on it quick and I'm like, damn, this guy. <laughs> See, I guess I guess I've believed that so much, like, mm. about write, and writing about a lot of things that maybe I don't know the impact until you said it and whoever's going to hear this soon. Because mm. um, it's all important, especially the stories you're going to tell. Yeah. Being a storyteller and I think it comes across when you, because you, you're an actor, <laughs> like that storytelling yeah. aspect comes across, will come across in your music, I think, organically. Yeah, yeah. Hey. It's always... So you're going to be that type of hip-hop artist. So, yeah. see, when when it comes to... What comes to mind is the choice B.I.G. Yeah. Because his stuff was commercialized by... um. By bad boy, bad boy, because they want you know that that's their style. But his lyrics are still hardcore. Yeah. So you managed to go and crossover, crossover both yeah. worlds. Oh. Yeah. Like um, and you don't even know until you listen to the the lyrics later. Yeah. Right. Hey, you, you like the song because of the beat. Yeah. And it's cool. But then, like, when you appreciate it, you appreciate it. But then later on, when you hear it and you yeah. listen to the words only, like, oh man, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's hardcore, but uh, you don't get it later till later on. Let's see. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, I think um, yeah. In New Zealand, I think poetic is a good example of yeah. someone that can do both. Yeah, yeah. Because this is his man. Some of his rhymes, man. It's crazy. Are on man, like his yeah. wordplay. Fuck, this is one song I heard. I, I don't quote me on the words, but I was like shaking my head because it was like <laughs> every word was like in this all his bars yeah yeah man it was just like hitting yeah. all the all the rights oh man I was like, <laughs> but the beat was it wasn't hardcore but it wasn't commercial mm. it was just the right balance eh? yeah 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 just I reckon as the artist itself it just depends on where they're at and the energy and mm. on that certain song yeah some songs I didn't like when I was younger and then when I got older, I'm like, yeah, like you said, I was like, damn, I understand it. Actually, it's just like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I can't really put my, like, I don't know what's going to be a hit for me or what's going to be commercial and what's, yeah. Honestly, don't know, I'm not mm. going to lie. And that's what I mean, validation again. I go back to them, like, if I try and lean on that, then I'm going to, then I'm going to suffer mentally and everything because I'm seeking for it from people, but, I gotta be okay with myself and, and the music I put out and not worry. I'd rather see the energy at the shows. That's when I'll know if it if it hits or not. Right. When, I, when I do the shows, then that's when I'll find out. Yeah. So it's kinda I'm just leaving it up to God and and, and I believe so bad that I'm willing to die for it, bro. <laughs> have you been have you been um have you been backstage to any shows? Backstage, backstage like yeah, any inspiration? From um, artists that are performing on stage, but you're backstage, like, um, yeah, I've been backstage to a few. Mm. Um, oh, sucks. Should I say this? Oh, for some people, <laughs> um, last year when Kendrick came, um, I was supposed to actually go backstage with him. Um, but what happened was that same night he performed at Spark, 
I had a theatre show on at Tepec. Oh. It was annoying, but um, he actually sent a book to me and uh, an unreleased book of his and an autograph and a, and a letter, just saying, yeah. It was crazy because I've, I've I've written this on my notes and on my phone. I can find it, but um, I had like this like this dream about Kendrick. Like we were on a video call, and he was like, "You're doing you're doing the right thing, bro. And keep pushing. Like I, I I like what you're doing." And ever since that dream, bro, I, like as well, I've just been pushing even harder. And when last year happened, when I was supposed to see him, I was like, "Frick, man, that was such a like like." But that letter he gave me in the, in the book uh, of some stuff, it's just like a personal thing I have with him. It's buzzy. I buzz out at it. I'm like, I can't believe this happened. Even though I didn't read him. It's, it's just, it's cool to be noticed by one of the greats. And wow. Yeah. How'd you uh, get hooked up with that? Uh, one of the ladies that I knew, she used to work under Dr. Dre. Yeah, I can't mention her. I want to mention her name so bad, but... Nah, that's she's, right. She's, <laughs> that's but right. how did you meet her? Um, I just met her through the music scene. Oh, okay. Um, she's from England. She's cool, man. And she's like, yeah, I worked in Innescope and Aftermath. I was like, what? And she was like, Innescope, Aftermath. And I was like, Dr. Dre. And she's like, yeah, I used to work under him, but I was more at the office, like when you walk in, you'll see me straight away. Oh. <laughs> but and then I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And then she goes, oh, he, he, we're good friends and he'll, um, he'll always send me stuff that's not released and I'll just listen. And I was like, can I have a listen? <laughs> Bro, and I had a listen to his oh. unreleased stuff. I got some stuff on my phone. <laughs> it's weird. And then she goes, send me some stuff. And I didn't know last year at the time. Um, I feel like she was sending it to him. And obviously Kendrick's always, he's a part of Dre as well. And I feel like that's how they found out. Because I don't know how else they found out. Um, so she was a big blessing, low key. Um yeah, she'll sue me if I say the name. She'll be like, don't mention me too. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'll probably, when the cameras turn off, I'll <laughs> Yeah, um, here's another one um, that I, she's contacted Kanye's team for me. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, I've, we've, we've kind of, I've never actually spoken to him online or anything, but um, we've like done, done a few things. So when I say 8,000 stuff is of mine, collaborations with other people but when it's all big names like that it's kind of hard because I never actually get to see them or talk to them it's more like they do their part send it to me I do my part and then uh, yeah it's like oh okay <laughs> so like <laughs> I think obviously they're the big artists and they're kind of like I don't know what their motives or intentions are um, I guess they're big enough they don't need me <laughs> I guess they're trying to give me a little push I guess yeah. if their name's in a song so Oh damn! I was just grateful for that. Um, yeah, and I guess that's why I work. I work the way I work is never take any opportunity for granted. Or, yeah, I guess it's true how small this world is, eh? Yeah, I it mean, is. if you work hard, like you never know. Yeah, I just yeah. What's gonna get you? Because didn't you know, uh, Roland Williams? He came. I've heard of him. He yep. came in. He came in the podcast. Yeah, we talked about how he went. He always, he like he's a big fan of. Um, Wani Morris from yeah. from Boys to Men, and he went always went on his lives to try and because Wani did this talent quest thing on his on IG live, yeah. and he always pressed pressed to, to go in, yeah. but he always got rejected. But he did it for two months straight, and then he finally got in, and he won a trip to go to his house. So he actually went. Oh, and he spent. Um, he went to Las Vegas. Spent, I think it was a week or, or a few days at at Wani's house. Had dinner. Met um, 
He met uh he met Floyd Way he met Floyd Mayweather through He met Floyd? Yeah. Took a photo of him. Hard work, dedication. You know? Hard work. But yeah, that's what I mean, man. Like the world's so small. Incidents out there to use be yeah. used and if you if you're passionate about your work and whatever you do in, in art, like you know, other artists appreciate. Because other artists, other artists will look at other art too. The same art people do. But for that opportunity to happen to him, that's like crazy. These yeah. opportunities do happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it is crazy, and we constantly say things are crazy when we hear crazy things, <laughs> but <laughs> they happen. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's real. Things yeah. happen like that, like yeah. to a lot of people, especially in a small country like New Zealand yeah, and man. Auckland. You know, definitely, definitely. But there's heaps of people that are from here that have had these kind of same kind of opportunities, mm. touched hands with. Yeah. with with the goats out there, yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even yeah, sometimes I'm like, wow, this doesn't feel real. Like working with these guys and uh, like low key, mm. yeah, it's it's weird. So I can see how it's gonna benefit you yeah. now, the way you're doing what you're doing, mm. like that, developing man. everything, like keeping quiet and yeah, you know, and just making sure you got all bases covered, yeah. Know? Just um, making sure your family's okay and yeah. and are going to be okay at the end of it, or when it starts, yeah, yeah. or when things happen, you know, when Definitely. they happen, Definitely. and just yeah, your mental health and everything. Like, man, yeah. no one told you to say you just yeah, I'm I'm learning on my own. Yeah, but you you yeah, it's uh, it's different. Yeah, it's you know, some people learn on the way. You are learning on the way, but you're not you're you're. You're holding back and learning at the same time. Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. When people just do it. Yeah. Um, it's fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Has there ever anyone to- told you about how you're doing things and 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 interested in seeing how you go? Like, what do you mean? To like me? you know, I'm just interested in the way you're 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 doing your um your your music journey because I've never. Never to me, not to me, it makes sense. Yeah, but it's not the way people will do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, people, people. To me, people, people just go hundred, hundred all the yeah, way. Like, yeah. right. I want to do it. I want to get it now. Like, yeah. you know, uh, like you retracting your song after ten thousand likes is yeah. like unheard of. Yeah, like most people wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that and I'm okay with that still to this day. Mm. Um, to this day um, Is that a song? <laughs> nah, 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 nah I just Always laugh when I hear Deontay Wara To this day <laughs> Yeah yeah like Yeah I, I don't know It's just Yeah always remembering Who I was before As well Like mm-hmm. I always keep that in mind Like I embrace the new But just always keep in mind Like I'm always gonna be Louis Without The success or with it Like I'm always the same but more developed or more upskilled in, in certain areas of my life, and I always have to keep that with me because I know. Yeah, I just know that pride will destroy me if I. It'll cloud a lot of my my views on things and judge like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just making sure that remembering who I'm doing it for and knowing that I don't live forever, so I know I got to put it out soon, and then whoever it saves or touches, then that's cool. I'm happy. Uh, that that'll be more rewarding than money, like you said. Money can't buy happiness, or that interaction, or that feeling you get. Mm. Yeah, goosebumps or whatever. Like, man, I'm. Yeah, I just feel like I don't know. 
it feels weird to me sometimes. I, I don't feel the same like I used to back then. Like, I, I really feel like I've grown heaps, but in a way where I try not get around too many people because they think it's like, this guy thinks he's the man or up himself. But it's not, it's not about this. Like, mm. but, but those are things you, people just, you can just block out. Yeah, yeah. Like, all that talk, like, <laughs> I think of anything with artists when they put their stuff out, you know, you're going to get 100 dates, you're going to get 100 yeah. likes. yeah. Can't control that, mm. so just like ignore. Yeah, but it's hard to eh? is it. Hard? Would it be hard, or is it something you're preparing for? Um, like, so it won't be hard. At times, it's different. Yeah, it's like up and down. But I've I've honestly gotten to a point where I know I know I'm good at what I do, mm. but I never try and um, like show or say it because I always need that hunger to keep pursuing. Yeah, because once mm. you think you've made it, I think nah. Yeah, that's that's a that's a bit dumb when you think you've made it. Yeah, so I never think like that. Like yeah, yeah, I made it. I I, I feel like I've always been pushing because I've had that hunger. Like I haven't made Jack. <laughs> yeah, uh, that reminds me of um. I listened to this podcast with um with Ben Affleck and uh and Matt Damon. Yeah, they're talking about yeah. Yeah, but they're talking about just exactly the same thing. Uh, Ben Affleck was talking about what you just said. Yeah. Like he came to the point in his life when he made it, yeah. but never did anything after. He never developed again. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what's the next step? He just yeah. stuck with acting and just. That's yeah. what he's talking about. Mm. Now he's made this new company with with Matt Damon, mm. and this is their first movie. Air was yeah. their first movie in, under their new. Um, That's mean. Production company, yeah. but he felt that making a production company was his next was his next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not like the next level up from being making yeah. it as an actor. Mm. And he was just saying that a lot of actors in Hollywood, like when they become an actor, that's all they do. There's mm. no next level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to understand. That's what I'm definitely learning from artists and um, actors or whatever art. Like, there's a time when they transition and their audience grows up with them. And so they understand they can't do the same thing forever. They can still be around it, but in a different way. Like, mm. just what you're saying, the way you've been afflicted it. Yeah, and... um that's why I'm always trying new things too, like on the low and on the side, just in case, like mm. I know, yeah. Cause I know one of the, one of the things I wrote was purpose, your purpose as a time frame. Like say for this certain part of my life, I know music is going to be a main thing, but I know as I get older, I might have a family, I'll be married and I know things will change. I can't be doing it forever. So I've always known, like I won't be the first to do something and I won't be the last, like there'll be an, another lawyer or whatever that'll come through. I just gotta serve what I know, what what's on my plate now, and do it to the best where I can do it. Mm. And then once that's up, then make my way out and onto the next thing kind of thing. Yeah. With the the blueprint for your journey now, yeah. Like, what kind of feedback have you been getting from your mentors or people that support you? <laughs> do, do they say you're you're nuts or? Yeah. So like like <laughs> but like we just laugh. They're like you're nuts, man. They're like man, you need to slow down. <laughs> Some are like, well, that's inspirational, man. And I'm like, you just do it yourself and it's not that inspirational. <laughs> You're tired and, um, yeah, it's a bit of mixed day. Like, obviously, some are like, well, I think you should hold back. But in my heart, my spirit, my soul, man, uh, I'm not backing down from anything. So it is what it is, man. I'm, this is all I got, man. Mm -hmm. I don't want to die and have regrets. Like, I want to make sure when I, when I pass, man, I know I did everything I could, yeah, for me, yeah. Mm. And with your, um, with your, with your writing, 
Like, how do you, man? I just still can't believe that eight thousand. <laughs> I knew, even the like, what, how does it come to you? And you just write it down, whatever comes to your head. Yeah, man. Um, just like anything, bro. When you're in the gym every day, you're working on something. It's just the same with writing music. And in my opinion, this is me as an artist. And interactions I have with you, and thinking back to things that happened to me and things I've done to other people and um, watching movies and yeah listening back to old songs and I'm like oh why did I feel the way I felt there it's because oh, he said yeah. it's because he said it this way and like moments in time mm. for, yeah for me like artists hip hop artists or whatever artists to me they're just a, a canvas they're just the art and I, I get to pick and draw from it like be inspired be like oh this song oh this is what they said here and I pick from that that canvas and be like, okay. And there's these certain songs I heard J. Cole did like a certain flow pattern thing. And I was listening to an old Eminem album. And I was like, damn, J. Cole got that off that canvas of his album. Like, it was the same exact thing. But he just said it a different, like, same flow, but just changed a few words. You, you picked it out yourself? You yeah. Picked it up? That That's how much I study. And then oh. I'm like, damn, that's what I'm basically doing with different things from different artists. Like, it basically is like they're looking at each other's paintings or listening in a way and they're like okay that's mean I'll mm. do it my way Bas that's what I'm basically doing and if you really do love what you do you'll look back in history and be like you got so much to draw on like from as well and kind of be like gee this is mean but I gotta say it in my own way in a way mm. yeah wow that's that's interesting yeah 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 that's mean because yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you like when I'm writing for the Whispers Network um, dot com or whispersnet.com like I write these I write these sports articles right I mean yeah I've, I've seen that yeah. so I, I, I write these and I, and I always reference um, movies and mean. to relate to the situation right yeah. but I do it in a way where I, I like I, the part I like about the the like the part I like about writing is when I use words in the beginning, mm. and then I come back with those same style, same words at the end. And, yeah. So it sort of reminds you about the beginning. About the beginning, it's like music, eh? Yeah, yeah. To me, it's like music. It's like putting the putting the word, like I, I say, I pick a particular word that's odd, mm. that that's like not in not in the right place. Mm. So maybe it's a piece of slang. Yeah. But I use it again at the end, so it reminds you that you you read yeah. it in the beginning. That's sort of thing, and I, and I find that, I find that um, that develops a kind of style, mm. and if I do that like often, then people will probably know that it comes from me. Mm. Like that's my sense, that's my sort of signature. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. I, but I'm trying to find a unique way of doing that kind of thing. That that that's just one. That's cool. That's just one of of things I've I've thought about. Mm. But it's not like I've I've it's not been done before. It's yeah. been done before. But I like doing it in a different way. Yeah, yeah, know. just like you said. Mm. So yeah, and and th this is why I, I I love writing, eh? Because it makes me think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes me think, man. Because when same as you, eh? when you write, you're thinking, eh? Yeah, yeah, always, man. Yeah, and man, it sort of unlocks my brain. Yeah, bro. And it, it's it's better for me to write than to talk. Because mm. sometimes on the podcast where I'm talking, it always just comes out, but I'm not thinking about yeah. what I'm saying. Sometimes I might say the wrong thing, and sometimes that happens a lot when I have my opinions on this. I listen to it back, and mm. I and I listen to what I say, and I think, oh no, nah, that's not what I'm supposed to. Yeah. That's not what I meant. You know, it yeah. might come across something wrong. It doesn't happen in writing mm. because it's more. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about it, and I can. Yeah. I can do it again. 
no, that's not right. Do it again. Yeah. And now, you know, it's it's yeah, it's a it's a much better um, it's a much better medium for me to actually think what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of talking shit on this <laughs> on this platform and it don't make sense sometimes. Nah, man, you're all good, man. <laughs> you're the man, bro. But no, man, you inspired me, man. You inspired. What I've learned from you on this podcast is to like take things slow, man. <laughs> Like tapping slow, you know, you might not be, don't go jump in head first. Because it's like a wise, you see it as a wise movie eh, on your part. It's, it's like a wise thing to do, yeah. what you're doing. I think, yeah, yeah, I guess you. <laughs> but it might not be wise if you just stay in that lane. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 you're right, bro, yeah. I'm not going to stay there, trust me. I'll be, I'll be coming, yeah. coming up. Silly man. So what's, what's gonna happen? We're gonna see each other in the gym. Yeah, got, definitely, bro. Definitely. Oh, I saw they um they are open today. Today, mm. my uh, my booking got cancelled. <laughs> they checked me out. Shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to the the soldiers for Anzac. Yeah, yeah, thank, yeah. You, thank you for laying your life down for us, man. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. So what's gonna happen? Happy next next few weeks. Next few weeks, um, we'll still be shooting the tour demo thing videos. Type of oh, is that like a way to get try get get funding? Is that what uh, the demos are for? In a way, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah, mm. we've been working on that. Um, yeah, so that'll be happening. Still be in the studio and uh, working on the schools and schools back up. So that'll be a big, um, big task challenge up ahead and. Uh, just keen to knock everything out, man, and execute. Yeah. And hopefully get settled down. <laughs> have some have some time to myself and relax. <laughs> oh you better. Man, you've been working so hard. Stop firing or something, man. Appreciate you, man. No worries, Louis. Thank you. Thank you, bro. <laughs>